Yo, this is Conan. You're listening to World of Wrestling Podcast with Tax and Rich. Boom. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the World of Wrestling Podcast. My name is Rich, and as always, I'm joined by the voice of professional wrestling commentator. That's not what I meant to say. <laughs> professional wrestling commentator, Tax Williams. I'm purely the voice of all of professional wrestling now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about saying that, but then I was like, no, I won't say that, but I said it anyway, so who gives a fuck? We'll find out tomorrow night at the Independent Wrestling Awards if I am indeed the voice of professional wrestling. <laughs> Considering that I've not been invited, I'm pretty sure I haven't won the award. Well, we got an email. Uh, we got messages sent saying, "Oh, can you give us your contact information?" So you never know, mate. Like, <laughs> but did you get an email for the pod? Yeah, yeah, we did for both. Oh, okay, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Who knows? We're nominated. Go vote for us. You've got 24 hours, I think. No, nope, voting's finished. Oh, it's already done. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I care about awards, obviously. So, uh, yeah, welcome to the show. We're today we're doing new. Well. The Super J Cup 2009. Yeah, definitely is, not New Japan. It's hosted by New Japan this year, yeah. as it has been in the previous years. But as this is a tournament that's also hosted by a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. I found this really interesting because this is the first time I've actually watched the Super J Cup start to finish. I've obviously cool. heard of it. I thought it was purely, before I looked into it, a purely New Japan thing. I didn't realize yeah. it was lots of wrestlers from lots of different organizations. I didn't realize start it was purely only junior heavyweights as well. So yep. already it was a real education Hence for me. Hence the J part. Yeah, but I'm stupid. <laughs> it's okay. Well, if you don't know, why would you know? You know? Well, yeah, exactly. So uh, we're live streaming on YouTube, as I need to point out this week, because I keep forgetting to do that for our audio listeners, not just the people who watch on YouTube. Uh, we're live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. GMT. That's English time if you're a yank or something. Can't work out. <laughs> I'm so uh, mean to Americans. <laughs> although we're not going to be live this time next Wednesday, because you and I are going to be off to cover IPW. Oh, we are indeed. Yeah. yeah. Most Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Yeah. Uh, we'll do some sort of podcast from the IPW show. We will. We haven't been granted permission yet because uh, <laughs> IPW have yet to respond to my numerous emails. Respond. Hello, IPW. Um, but if not, we'll probably do like a, a pre-show yep. uh, sort of over, over some food, maybe. Do some rambling, you know. Um, Sounds like fun. Some of the guys who have appeared on the podcast previously will be back first comments on that because they're also going to the show. So we'll do like a, a pre-interval and post sort of show. So from the audio side of things, check out iTunes, all your favorite podcast apps. And the audio will be available on YouTube. Absolutely lovely, yeah. So um, say hello into the chat today on YouTube if you're watching live. Uh, subscribe, all that sort of bollocks. I'm not very good at this sort of thing, but I'm trying to get better at it. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll promotion, la yay! Our, our lack of shilling is there. <laughs> but um, for those of you who watched our Royal Rumble uh, episode, thank you very much because we forgot to post it. We so did. We completely forgot to post it anyway. It was on YouTube. And we had the audio up on iTunes and everything else, but it was never posted. We didn't publicize it at all. And it got like 100 listens without us doing anything. So clearly, this is the same thing like Twitter. If you don't tweet, you get followers. <laughs> if I tweet, I lose followers. Well, that's not how it's meant to go. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so if you want to find any of the links, if you're watching or listening on an app or whatever, it's just worldofwrestlingpodcast.com is the best place to find all our shit. So we're doing the Super J Cup. The fifth version, or the fifth stage, as they put it in Japan. Fifth stage, the uh, the land of confusion. Now, this is the only J-Cup which has got a, a title. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why they felt the need <laughs> to add, like, a secondary title. Super J-Cup kind of does it for me, <laughs> you know? Like, that's enough. Well, I'm confused now. <laughs> it's very, very strange. So, the event was held on the 22nd and the 23rd of December 2009. So, like, two days before Christmas, which is kind of cool. Uh, it was hosted by New Japan. We're in Kurokan Hall in Tokyo, Japan. The attendance on the first day was around 2,000 people. Have you got an attendance for the second day? I've just uh, realized I forgot to look it up. I've got 2,020 for both days, okay. which I think is a sellout. It must be a Kurokan sellout yeah. then, because that's standard. Like, I don't know if you've seen many shows at Kurokan, 
but it's a very famous venue if you don't know it's like the kind of go-to kind of smaller venue that's a new year's dash venue is it uh, i believe oh. new year's dash is held there like yeah. lots of shows are held there like every japanese promotion run there every like year or so as well very deep cut reference but was this also not the venue where tna held their bound for glory in japan when they did it one year probably don't know why you assume i watch any tna <laughs> <laughs> like, it pops me that you hate it so much so you've seen some kurokan yeah. hall stuff then so did you notice that for this show it was all shot sideways yeah it was really different really weird i was like why doesn't it look like kurokan and it's like i worked out it was like on a 90 degree angle the whole time like very strange it's amazing how something from a production technique like that can take away so much as you said because you know my experience of that was watching little bits of new year's dash little bits of this tna pay-per-view which i think was kurokan cool it might have been somewhere else uh, let me know in the chat if i'm wrong probably am <laughs> so good um but as you said just the production for what you've seen of the venue it just makes such a difference yeah i absolutely adore this venue as well like with all the banners hanging yeah, up around so the top nice. and such like i love how every venue comes every promotion that comes in hangs their own banners and things yeah. so it's like ah oh, it's just really really fun so this super j cup was broadcast on samurai tv as far as i'm aware okay there seems to be two separate broadcasts that we watch because it was different production on both nights yeah there's an sxw thing which seems to be the second night promotion or if, tv channel or something if i'm honest as well the production quality wasn't the best for the version that we well. watched <laughs> but <laughs> when we when we got to the final i watched it on youtube because it was on the new japan youtube channel oh, fuck's sake you could have told me <laughs> <laughs> so um just to clarify it's a single elimination tournament there's knockout stages if you're doing champions league terminology uh the winner receives a shot at the junior championship at wrestle kingdom 4 so this obviously precedes that uh which would be in january so it's like really close like a month yeah. away from this show or less than a month there'll be a couple two of weeks. weeks yeah two thinking, weeks yeah. End of it, yeah so um in <sighs> What you're talking about with the quality of the show we watched, we had to resort to nefarious means to watch this show. <laughs> because I, I'm subscribed to New Japan Global and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I could not find this show anywhere. No. I searched high and low for a better quality one as well. It was like watching stop animation a lot of the time. It really was. I mean, I enjoy watching wrestling. I enjoy watching any wrestling, good or bad. But I had to take a lot of breaks on this because at times I was like, oh, I feel a little seasick <laughs> <laughs> watching this. So... The reason I persisted with this show, right, is that in my first or second year at university, I remember this happening. Okay. It was around 2009. I tried to work it out. I think it was my second year at university. Not that it matters. Um, and I remember seeing the interviews with Dino specifically and be <laughs> like, I need to watch this show. This is fucking amazing. So I've never watched it, though. Like oh, really? I'd watched like one or two bits, mainly interviews and stuff like that that have been put on YouTube but I'd never seen the whole show at all. That's why I was like, fuck, like it's been so long. It's been 10 years since I wanted to watch this. Why haven't we watched it yet? And so. the other thing is, I think, as you said, it's it's such a difficult show to find. It's not on any streaming platforms. It's not readily available on YouTube other than the no. final. It's odd that it's not on New Japan's website, you know? Yeah. Um. Again, I wonder if that's based on the talents involved in the different promotions. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah. It must be like issues with like... um not copyright but what am i trying to like likeness and stuff like yeah, that yeah image rights and yeah. things like that so do you know about how the j cup came around originally so all i found out so far it was basically like liger's idea yeah. to have a combination of wrestling promotions essentially trying like a work together a unit un, you know, uniformity across the japanese promotions yeah that's that's literally it. yeah it's literally it was liger's idea new japan hosted the first one 1994 which was amazing and i'm not quite sure who won that because i'm pretty sure that name doesn't exist anymore all right okay <laughs> Get my hint. Yep. Yeah, the wild Pegasus character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that guy. <laughs> no one won. There wasn't one in 994. I don't know what you're talking about. Someone would assume, like, if there's a picture, there's, like, a cross <laughs> for his face. <laughs> exactly. But, like, um, 
honestly, the wrestling in 1994 is as good as 2009. Like on that particular show, I cannot recommend it enough. It's like a go-to classic New Japan show, even though it's not just New Japan, but whatever. Yeah. Should we go through the competitors for oh, yes. this one? So uh, we'll quickly go through who's competing and who they're representing. We've got Akira, who's apparently representing New Japan, even though I'd never seen him before. Apparently at the time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Atushi Aoki, who's pr- representing Pro Wrestling Noah. Uh, who was kind of the um, afterwards of all Japan. Like, they separated and, like, they became another company. Okay. Um, Dino! Danshuko Dino, <laughs> who's re- representing DDT, or Dramatic Dream Team, which is the weirdest name for a promotion ever. <laughs> we'll get onto Dino in a bit. Uh, Gado, who's obviously the booker from New yeah, Japan right now, done? wrestling, <laughs> representing New Japan in this tournament. Uh, Gentaro, who's wrestling PWF Pro Wrestling Freedoms, who I'd never heard of before. And that's the He's also holding the Independent World Junior Heavyweight Championship at that time. Whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got uh, Hayato Fujita, who's representing Mishinoku Pro. Uh, Jado, who's representing New Japan Pro Wrestling, who's Gado's tag team partner. <laughs> Whose little profile picture on Wikipedia makes him look like Baby Ryback. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Check that out if you haven't seen it. Uh, Jushin Thunder Liger, representing New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> I'm quite proud of that one. Brilliant. Thank you, Liger. Appreciate you, mate. Uh, and so we've got uh, Koji Kanemoto representing New Japan Pro Wrestling as well. Kota fucking Ibushi. Hasn't Re- aged a day. Mate, it's incredible, <laughs> isn't it? It's been 10 years since this show, pretty oh much. God. Uh, representing DDT. Uh, Naimichi Marafuji, who won the last Super J Cup in 2004, yep. who's representing Pro Wrestling Noah as well. Uh, Prince Devitt, or Finn Balor, as a lot of our listeners may know him. Or Fergal. Fergal Devitt, indeed, <laughs> representing New Japan Pro Wrestling, who is the current IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championship, along with his partner, Razuke... I can never pronounce his fucking name. And therefore for... Razuke Taguchi. There you go. Taguchi for the rest of the show. <laughs> Taguchi, yeah. <laughs> who's also representing New Japan Pro Wrestling, who's obviously the other half of the Tag Team Champions, the Junior Tag Champions. Taichi, go home, uh, representing New Japan Pro Wrestling. And Tigers... Tigers... Mask. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Uh, he's just a Tiger's Mask. I wonder they added an S, like, the, like the, you've seen that film. Um... I know you don't really watch films, <laughs> but there's uh, basically a heavy metal band take over a um, um, radio station, and the name of the band is the Lone Rangers. <laughs> You're like, but they're Lone. <laughs> they pluralized the Lone Ranger. It's very much like that. He's Tigers. Multiple mask. Tigers mask from a soccer pro. Yeah. And then we've got Yamato representing Dragon Gate, who I'm just absolutely chuffed to see in this tournament because I love Yamato. Right. So, night one. We've got an opening video package. Uh, my eyes, the pulsating rainbow colors. It's just torture immediately <laughs> i mean there, there was a lot of bump at the start of the show but this package was very much like i've just turned on my sega saturn and i'm about to play a fighting game it seriously was this opening video was just like ah! <laughs> it's fucking torturous um it's this horrific lovely kind of doubly j-pop sort of terribleness over the top of it whilst i was watching this video the first thing i i googled whilst doing this i had this on my laptop i was like yeah. googling like pop punk bands from japan and just started listening to some of these bad bands on spotify and i was like they're all crap uh, well a lot of them yeah there's <laughs> a lot of good japanese music out there but this is trash <laughs> this opening sequence but it's a good laugh but works beautifully oh exactly yeah it's exactly what i hoped it was going to be to be honest <laughs> like just um, yeah uh, a man in a suit interviews a man in a mask in japanese uh, i've no idea who any of these people are at this point i thought but... this stage with the mask i thought is that a tiger's mask 
It was it Tigers at yeah. the beginning. Okay, but this last four minutes. Oh, mate, I mate, like, before anything's happened, we've got a four minute interview with this dude. So long. It's really weird. <laughs> anyway, so the announcers welcome us to the show from ringside, which is kind of a lovely touch. I thought a uh, guy with awesome ties who regularly rep- um, commentates from New Japan. Yeah. Like I don't know if you know this, but every show he changes his tie to something else ridiculous. Good. And he's got a Father Christmas one on this one. You're like, well, oh, that's two really days, lovely. three days before Christmas. Exactly, man. I-, I mean, who doesn't love a commentator who wears ridiculous gear? <laughs> <laughs> and we've also got Tiger Mask, the actual Tiger Mask yeah. on commentary as well. Good old singular. He must be sitting there going, who's this cunt with an S on his name? Again, there's another four minutes before the show even starts. And I'm happy they've stopped doing this for New Japan. Because this used to be a thing quite often. They would have long stuff before the show even starts. And they, they still have it technically, but... It's um, when you watch it on the, the network or wherever, it goes straight into the show. Okay. So it's so much better. Because we had a lot of pageantry for AAA, and it seems to be a lot of promotions. Even with CMLL, they had a lot of pageantry before the start of some of their big shows and big contests. So true, I wonder true. if that's just a thing outside of like North America where people do it. Yeah, maybe so, man. So we've got Tiger's Mask versus Taichi in our opening match this evening. So um, I'm not the biggest fan of Taichi, and I detest his music so much. <laughs> like, Yeah, I mean... I again not having an overly sort of adept knowledge of Japanese wrestling. Obviously, you know, Marafuji, Liger, I, and obviously Ibushi. They're they're the people and the names that stuck out for me. But again, yeah. Tiger's mask. I was like, well, he's cut the effort into mocking someone's name and stolen a mask. <laughs> so I want him to do all right. <laughs> and as you said, like, um, so Taichi's music, yeah, dire. It's so weird. At least he's not singing yet because like, I don't know if you remember. Have you seen like, from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the fact you said it. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, he does this thing where, if you don't know, he does kind of mimes on his way to the ring with a microphone, like, deliberately badly at times, I think. Yeah. I think it's meant to be an inside joke. But they developed this character. I think Taichi, at this point, was meant to be the next kind of ace of New Japan. It felt like they were bringing him up, especially with the white and gold and the big Tanner-looking hair, you know? Yeah, he was big deal. Yeah. And also, opening of your J-Cup, this is the person you want to, like, throw out there. Yeah, and he's not even, like, cool goth Taichi at this point. He's like j-pop kind of like bb hulk level of like silliness especially as it's new japan hosting it and the first guy they send out to go against the soccer pro guy is yeah. goes right here's off if this is the first time you've seen new japan here's our guy yeah he came like, through the system yeah you know, he's one of our boys and yeah i don't know it's all right isn't it like the first match it's not yeah. terrible I, well it's books to be an opening match <laughs> that's that's the best way i could put it <laughs> i like how tiger's mask comes out and he looks like kind of like a drunk pirate at times yeah like, he's got some cool sloppiness. But then he gets in the ring and he's just like, oh, I'm not drunk anymore. I'm just wrestling. He's just sobered up. I would have liked to have continued that and been like sloppy monkey drunk star like from the Kung Fu films and stuff. It's know? like Gallows when the bell used to hit when he was a uh, retard. <laughs> Careful now. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Oh, I can wrestle now. We're live. <laughs> <laughs> so Taichi throws the ref into Tiger's Mask, glowing, blowing Tiger's Mask. Uh, and then there's no DQ immediately. And just like, come on, dude. He just low blowed you directly in front, for fuck's sake. Whatever. Uh, Tiger's works over Taichi's <laughs> arm towards the end of the match. Uh, Tiger's Mask puts a shoulder lock armbar thing onto him, uh, which is apparently called a grounded octopus stretch. Yep. I wish I knew these things. And Taichi taps out. So your winner of the first match advancing to the quarterfinals, it will be, is Tiger's Mask. So I get to go Tiger's a lot again. <laughs> and it's, again, you know, it's selfless booking already because you think No Japan would be like, right, we are going to absolutely 
cool cock this we are the lead promotion we are going to have all of our guys go so to have i mean i assume tiger's mask is pretty big in a soccer pro didn't have time to research it seems like a top guy i definitely knew who he was i've seen him wrestle before but he's going over the up-and-comer the potential next big thing in new japan that's a big win for tiger's mask yep it's a big deal and the fact that I don't know who's booking New Japan at this time. I don't think it's Gato. I think it's one of the old traditional guys mm. who Gato ended up taking over from. But he doesn't seem very keen to put over the New Japan guys so much. I wonder if that's more to show that, no, this isn't a biased booking. We're going to have our, mm. you know, we will help elevate your talent because we're New Japan. We're the hosts. We will be generous with what we're doing. What do you think? Like, what, I bet Liger had a hand. I, I, my thought process, one of my notes is, did Liger book this question mark? Okay, cool. I don't know. Yeah. genuinely don't know i did a bit of research as well i couldn't find out but it's not yeah. like the kind of thing they list on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. you know? it's kind of a bit weird so um taichi sells the shit out of his arm at the end he kind of slings it up and everything like really, really nice really good sell job yeah. i thought that was really nice yeah. as well so um just some notes here for the rest of the show because i don't want to have to go on about these all the time every match has a post-match interview uh where both guys generally get some sort of like oh i did well i'm very tired but oh i lost so oh, unfortunate or oh look how great it is like blah 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 afterwards as you I might see expect. you tomorrow yeah it's very to the point it's not very gimmicked i find it's just a lot of just sitting backstage talking to the cameras yeah you know? but i think that's because the whole idea through i get as you go through the two nights that the super jacob is a legit contest it's a legit yeah. tournament yeah, so that's you, the idea. You, yeah. You're not going to have gimmicks. It's just going to be a case of, I'm disappointed to have lost, but I will f- live to fight another day. <laughs> yeah, Tiger's Mask, you listening. <laughs> <laughs> so during these interviews, you can hear the next match's introduction of music playing in the background, yeah. which gives away this idea of it being like almost live. Like, you know, it's been taped yeah. because you can hear like, you know, Taichi's music or whatever playing in the background as they're being interviewed. And that really threw me at times. I was like, oh, I just you know it's you're missing something almost and then you're going to have shown it later and it doesn't feel as i don't know involved as you want to be yeah if they had it sequential so they had it as the next matches music were coming out and everything and it were and it was fluid i would have thought that's really good because it's a case of it's a contest they're not going to stop just when you have a promo we're going to keep everything rolling but yeah it just it lacks something for me yeah it's a thing they still do occasionally now as well and i, I don't know i wish there was something it's a little bug of i'm gonna bring it up on my podcast you know <laughs> it's a little bug i've always had is like you would have thought they'd have some sort of different area they could go to at an arena or something yeah but whatever maybe this is just a pet peeve of mine that i'm just like <laughs> procrastinating on at this point <laughs> so um yeah blah, blah 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 next match so we've got gentaro against the funky weapon razuke taguchi i said his name right funky yeah. weapon what do you think about this funky weapon Taguchi. I bloody loved it. Have you seen him before like this? No, this, this seeing him <laughs> like giant this. afro with yeah. the flares and shit. Like. I thought, what's Fellaini doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pulling cunt piece of shit. I hate him. <laughs> well, now he's doing well in China, so it's all right. Is he off to China? He's now? already gone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Good riddance. Fuck off. Anyway, but thanks for subscribing, Maran <laughs> Fellaini. <laughs> Yeah. Send us your money. Apple, is it? <laughs> so uh, Taguchi has badly dyed kind of blonde afro going on. And it's it's a fun little gimmick. What you know? a look. Loved it. <laughs> His little Rick Rude swingy of the hips thing as well. Like, At this stage, I was like, this, this in DDT would work beautifully. Oh, fucking A. This is them having their one silly character. Yeah. Almost like Taguchi goes on to have like amazing title runs. Like with the New Japan Junior scene, like with Devitt and everything yeah. else. And is, is currently literally uh, just wrestled the current junior heavyweight champion who won the belt of Wrestle Kingdom, small guy. Uh, Ishimori. Thank you very much. Look at you. Your, your memory's amazing. <laughs> I'm very impressed. You've obviously never smoked pot in your life. <laughs> Just pure old cocaine. <laughs> Keeps me focused. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh fucking hell so Taguchi's selling is a little comical at times but he is a comedy character so I mean I'd just like to see this this version Taguchi versus Toriano now oh fuck yeah man I mean they never do it because they're both good guys and, yeah well they might for like on a, no, on a pre-show or something silly like I'd that love it. But yeah definitely man so uh, Gintaro does Brett's figures four around the ring post and I'm just like marking out like crazy because I love that move I remember seeing that as a kid and just being terrified so smart. that he was going to break all his limbs and such. That must hurt your balls. Without a shadow of a doubt. I often think, like nowadays, looking at it, going, oh, that's not something I'd ever want done to me. Oh, to be for anyone, when they slide into the ring place, you know, sometimes like, they do the reverse baseball slide. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. go nuts first into it. It's like, why? It's not, <laughs> it's just not worth the spot, unless, as you found with a teething daughter, that you just don't want kids. Well, yeah. <laughs> I love you, Billy. So, Kentaro is a hard man, is how I'm putting it. Strong hard boy. <laughs> Taguchi is pretty much Japanese Afro Jeff Hardy at this point. This <laughs> <laughs> works so well. It really is. So, the camera work is disorientating. Um, there's lots of... Um, oh, God. Do you know what the 180 degree rule is? No. So this is going to be a hard thing to describe on audio, but I can demonstrate it like this. If this is the ring, okay, you want all the cameras being on like 180 degree circumference. Like, is that right, the word circumference? Yeah, on the circumference, yeah. Of Like around here. As soon as the camera goes this way, like on the other side of the ring, yeah. suddenly people look like they're facing the wrong direction. So you kind of lose your orientation where they are in the ring. All right, okay. Again, this is me being a video producer and a bit of a pet hate. Like, I've talked to a couple of wrestling people about this in the past. I mean, like, look, if you just angle that way it'll look like professional yeah if you like wwf do it new japan do it wf we do it new japan do it wcw do it uh, did it it's it's um it's basically the difference between a professional looking show and an amateurly recorded sort of show yeah and new japan are not doing it how, how are they are they still Concerned. doing the same thing now no they fixed it like yeah. it's, it's all really well shot nowadays i mean in comparison to the production when we did our wrestle kingdom review versus this and again i know it's 10 years so technology's evolved production's evolved but you could see they've learned a lot, especially from a lot more of the Western influence and the Western promotions. In terms of production, absolutely. And in terms of booking as well. Like when you bring yeah. in like a heel stable that run roughshod over everything and cheat and all that sort of stuff, that never really happened before the Bullet Club no. came along, you know? Like there was obviously elements of it, but like, you know, there's definitely uh, an influence they've taken yeah. over the years. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah, definitely. Expanded the product. Like everything's so global nowadays with like everything being broadcast and streamed and such. Like we don't have to have that one specific channel to be able to watch that or whatever. Now, obviously, it's not overly to do with this show, but have you watched New Beginnings yet? New Beginning. Oh, I, I haven't watched the whole thing. I've watched the important parts, and I know the title change, which is what I'm assuming you're going to go on about. I was just going to well, say, on, on the subject of appealing to a Western audience, yeah. so if this title change, which we may or may not mention... Oh, we can say it. Go on. So, obviously, Jay... Just spoilers for New Japan at this point. So just skip ahead a minute if you haven't. We'll be really quick about it. So, Jay White's obviously won the IWGP Heavyweight. He has. 38 days after Tanahashi won the belt. So Smart Mar Blake had a point a month ago, a year ago. <laughs> we went to New Japan. He was like, yeah, I think Jay White is going to be a new top star. Like He would have been at AEW. wouldn't have been at AEW not come along. But two maybe, things. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Do you think Kenny refused to do the job to Jay White? Uh, no, Kenny wouldn't refuse. He, no. was just, he was just off anyway. Um, and second of all, as you said, regarding the production, because obviously New Japan doing their big tour, do you think they felt having a Gaijin as their champion would be better for their tour? It's important. Um, I think it's more the fact that he's insanely good in the ring. He's learned how to tell stories really well, and he's developed that character. I think J Gado... Gado... Well, yeah, having Gado saw, with him, I guess. ...saw what he was going to be. I was like, I'm going to put you under my wing... 
We're going to get you right up to the top. We're going to push you like fucking crazy. That G1, he beat Tanner. Yeah. He beat Kenny he, he Omega. Beat, uh, he beat everyone. He beat everyone. He yeah. beat Okada clean all in that tournament. You know, well, there's a bit of cheating, but yeah. you know. <laughs> well, my, my beef with Jay White was always the fact of uh, he didn't have his character down. But from what I've seen, he's now, now his character basically... He's the reason Josh Barnett's not in New Japan, so I've now like a Jay White a little bit more. Is he? <laughs> well, since that little altercation, have you seen Josh oh. Barnett in New Japan? <laughs> I don't think that's why. But <laughs> you know? I'm, hol- I'm holding Jay White purely, purely responsible okay. for the end of Josh Barnett. While we're talking about it, do you think it's the right move? Um, who else have they got? Uh, I could think of a few people. Who else have they got to a Western audience? Yeah, that's the that's the if they care as much as we think they maybe do. Then I think Jay White is the man at this point. His promo work, fucking hell. He looks like such a prick, and that's exactly what he's meant to be. How can someone be that talented in the ring and still I fucking hate them? Yeah, he's gone. Like, that's really clever. He's really, really stepped it up. Since we saw him at Milton Keynes, well, still spoke about Switchblade on the way up there. Yeah. I was like, uh, but now yeah. I, I, I see we all I, were a bit. I see it as the heel character now. I was like, you need that guy to be your top the the faces to chase this guy yeah. you need people like Sonada you need Abushi, a Kota variety to yeah. chase him those are the two that I'm like let's give one of them the New Japan Cup win Yeah. let's give another one like you know a really good run with the IC belt with Naito maybe feuding back and forth I like Sonada Naito because the LIJ connection yeah. and such oh god and then one of them gets to Jay White next Wrestle Kingdom <sighs> but as you said oh. about going full <laughs> circle before we move on that's what you yeah. said about the booking long-term booking know which talent if you've got available for your roster which how they do all their contracts so they know they've got a full run of these guys being yeah. available um and it all started back the super j cup in 2009 <laughs> <laughs> so taguchi in this match works over the uh sorry works his way back in with the three amigos uh, eddie style yeah. like really really cool uh double underhook face buster by taguchi for the one two three and your winner advancing to the quarterfinals be Razuke Taguchi. Uh, Gintaro reluctantly shakes hands with Taguchi post-match. I'm assuming he's a top face in that company. Yeah, you know, it's uh, the respect of this is the pure contest yeah, to exactly. be the best. Yeah, Again, uh, an interesting match. Nothing great. A bit meh, a bit opening roundy, you know, yeah. like, let's carry on to the next one. So next up, we've got Yamato, who's the first really developed character for me in this match. Okay. What do you think? Um... He's he's the big, he's the best storyteller so far. Yeah, he's he's a brilliant fucking heel, and he knows what he's doing. Yeah, out there from from interaction with the crowd, because this is the time you really started seeing the crowd be a bit like, ah, there there were a lot there was a lot more vocal. Um, the the vocal level in the crowd went up when yeah. this match started. So Yamato's wrestling Akira, uh, and we've got I don't know if you noticed this, but we've got young line Yoshihashi accompanying Yamato to the oh, ring. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, okay. Current, like, starting to be pushed a little bit in New Japan, Yoshihashi. Um, I-, I may as well talk about this as well. Like, Did you notice the other young lions around ringside? I noticed there were young lions, but I didn't know. Was Okada as one of those? Yeah. yeah There's thought... a very, very tall man. He's <laughs> like, going, oh, move out the way as these little guys are coming towards him. <laughs> you imagine Okada going to just stand there and be like, boom, I'll oh, see you later. <laughs> you know? But yeah, seeing, like, you know, very, very young pre-TNA, pre-anything like Okada. It's, like, it's crazy to think how far and how much I love this dude now. Like, yeah, really, really cool. So Akira uh, has a big red Tina Turner-style wig and half-painted face, and I'm just like, okay, cool. What's this? I don't get it. That's basically was like, oh, I've seen what Taguchi's doing. 
<laughs> I'm gonna. Oh, oh, I'm not quite as uh, yeah, developed. It, I guess it, it did not. It did not work for me. It just looked like an absolute <laughs> mess on Akira. Yeah, Doors entrance music though, pretty cool. Yeah, again, still, still, not really. It d- d- doesn't help me with the poor wig and the half face paint. What are you, Roddy Piper <laughs> in disguise? <laughs> Yamato does this amazing thing where he kind of goes one side of the ring, goes under the ring, pops back up the other side, jumps in the ring and attacks him, and I'm like, oh. That's a great spot. The little things that work so well. <laughs> Mate, I haven't seen someone do that in ages. Like jump under the ring and come back up the other side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take note, professional wrestlers. Uh, so Yamato shouts at the crowd and he's the first guy to really engage the crowd like you were talking yeah. about earlier. Um, I just, I, I'm so appreciative of a character coming from somewhere like Dragon Gate where it's maybe a smaller audience than what he's used to at New Japan. Um, around 2009, Dragon Gate could legitimately be considered like one of the the top yeah one of the top two. like they've gone a long way down in this time which is a bit of a shame really because i love dragon gate but it's not really a style that has longevity maybe no i think the thing especially now as we've seen with shingo your top stars will stick around until they go to new japan i think new japan improved that storytelling above spots yeah really captivates an audience and keeps them there i mean when we looked at dragon gate we had shingo he was really good, but even now, just not even being in a main event star Shingo, he's already head and shoulders above what he was in Dragon Gate. And yeah. I think that's Dragon Gate is the breeding ground now at the moment for New Japan. Um, head and shoulders is an exaggeration in my opinion, but he's getting there for sure. I think along with Sonada and Ibushi, um, Naito, Okada, these guys, he's going to be in that level. It's, it might take a couple of years to get there because Gato's going to take his time and I'm not oh, sure if no he's got the faith. Him. Yeah. I wonder whether he's the guy to turn heel on Naito. Mm, possibly. They're telling that story a lot because they were trained by the same person. Oh, okay. And Naito is apparently the one who brought Shingo in to Dragon Gate to New Japan. Right, okay. So, yeah, we'll see where that goes. Anyway, so no Yamato no sells a German suplex and no one gives a shit. And I'm like, please stop doing this. Please, just stop. This is 2009. It's been 10 years and people are still fucking doing this. <laughs> it's like, come I mean, on. How many Canadian destroyers can you have in a match without oh, selling? Oh, fuck's sake, man. <laughs> what was it? The AEW one with Penta and stuff oh, and no God. selling like flip destroyers in the second rope. And you're like, uh, <laughs> no thanks, mate. Anyway, so... um. Yeah, Yamato locks in the ankle submission a few times. He eventually locks it in for sure. Uh, crazy looking leg lock thing. Double he's got knee going lock on. he's got going on. Is that what it is? Yeah. Nice. Again, Akira taps out. So advancing to the next round, Yamato, which you might expect at this point. Uh, another New Japan guy going out early. Yeah, positive booking. Yeah, it really is. Interesting, man. I didn't think. I, I just literally went, oh, well, he'll go through, he'll go through, he'll go through because they had New Japan X then. Yeah. Name. Yeah, really surprising. So, uh, the next match graphic comes up, and I am the happiest man in the fucking world. This is the reason I wanted to do this show. Uh, (laughs) uh, One of the wrestlers I love so much. So, Jado comes out and does his usual kind of ring entrance thing, and you're like, okay, cool, it's Jado. Yeah, we all know who he is. So, he looks a pretty straightforward wrestler, mouthpiece, kind of black shorts, you know, like he's just determined to go, like a gum shield. Um, on the other side of the graphic, <laughs> one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, definite top 10 for me, uh, a man with a worse looking beard than mine, a man with slightly ginger emo hair, but parted at the front, because yeah. of course that's how you do your hair, of course. Uh, a man in blue and white tasseled trunks, you're like, oh, he put tassels on his trunks, I love him so much, <laughs> a man holding his fist up, pretending to wank it off <laughs> before Roman Reigns ever tried it, <laughs> sorry. 
had to put it in from ddt that man is dan shuko dino if you have not seen a dino match go fucking google it because you will have the best time ever he is fucking hilarious was dino the guy who also helped with the uh the dick flip was he the first person to take the dick flip yeah so the the conversation that i heard joey ryan ryan talk about was he, he went up to Dino in DDT and said, so we're going to have a match. Like, what are we going to do? And Dino just went, so big, so strong. Are you grab? I go flip. <laughs> it's just like, oh, amazing. <laughs> so the so big, so strong thing comes from Dino because he's big American. You know? <laughs> so fucking great, man. So the way to describe Dino is he's an insatiable gay man who is possessed by the cock. I think that's the best way yeah, to put I it. <laughs> I took a long time writing that sentence. So I think that's... I don't think you could put it any better. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I haven't been saying who's representing what, but we've got Jado against Dino, essentially. So Dino's music hits. Dang, 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 da, dang, da, dang, dang. They're like, oh, this is so good. I love it. I love every moment. And of it. who would have thought that Dino was from DDT? <laughs> oh, exactly, man. It's, he's basically like the top guy in DDT since Ibushi left. So it's like, you've got this guy. So. <laughs> it's rightly so. <laughs> so um, I've written way too many notes for this match. So I'm just going to skip through the best bits, okay? And we can talk about it more so dino is molesting everyone in the audience on the way to his ring i say everyone it's just the men <laughs> like, let's be honest he doesn't even acknowledge most of the women apart from stealing their hats and things like he steals a woman's panda hat and puts it on and gets in the ring and just like hello <laughs> do my entrance he does his full entrance with a fucking panda hat from the woman at ringside beautifully like, done what an absolute legend so he's got a, he's got a friend who accompanies him to the ring who's wearing like a japanese maid uniform with kitty ears and he's like yeah of course he has why, why has, not why wouldn't he why of course <laughs> <laughs> so kitty is ma- uh, the main handler for dino he kind of like it's a, it's a way of having dino do his character and immediately have someone be able to kind of restrain him to stop him fully assaulting people <laughs> and like it's so clever when you think about it because dino can go outboard he can do the most outrageous things and you can have these people get in the way and stop it from becoming like a riot or anything <laughs> else you know uh, i thought that was a really clever move like it's, it's an underrated element of professional yeah. wrestling you know or storytelling i don't know it's not it's, it's like the opposite of a heater it's the cooler down isn't it yeah exactly really really smart stuff so dino makes out with a commentator at ringside he steals a woman's panda hat as i said and i've just written here i love professional wrestling so much <laughs> Um, Dino's still wearing the hat during his introduction blah 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 so Dino waits for Jado crouched in the corner tongue out beckoning Jado towards him with his suggestive fingers at this stage my <laughs> wife walked in and was like what are you watching and my response was porn <laughs> just porn just gay porn don't worry about it we're wearing wrestling gear it's a wrestling ring it's just porn wrestling porn oh so funny so Dino grabs the mic as soon as Jado's out I have no idea what he's saying but he's fucking hilarious like his tone and his pronunciation his um approach to everything yeah it's just like it's spot on it's fucking genius man uh, i'm gonna skip most of these notes here hold on so there's a brilliant moment where dino fates upon seeing jado's muscles at the beginning <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> dude's a legend um he's just overcome with uh jado's masculinity he's just fucking great i, I probably shouldn't call all these spots you just go watch the match yeah, you know, I, it's out, out, outstanding. If you can find the match, or if not, go and watch some DDT and watch Dino in action because, I mean, there, there's no. <laughs> I mean, we're like, oh, Dino's really good. Dino's really good. Yeah, don't take away from 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 Jado at all. But yeah. Dino's fucking the don. Jado plays a great straight man here. Yeah, and he seems like he's genuinely a bit pissed off at times with Dino, yeah. which I think most wrestlers would be, especially in Japan. It's not a very 
flamboyant culture, to say no. the least, you know? But uh, he sold it well. It was very much the um, the straight man and the... The not-so-straight man. <laughs> <laughs> so um, just to give a few ideas of what happened in this match, we've got a dick stunner by Dino. Yes, he does a stunner, stunner to his dick. It's fucking great. The Russian leg sweep with Jado's hands in, in his trunks. <laughs> like, literally on his dick. Yoinking it away. It's fucking hilarious. Um... Oh, so Dino goes for his kind of squatting press thing with Jado on the floor. Jado just stands up. So Dino does the squats, but there's no one there. And he pulls up, <laughs> his, pulls down his trunks to do it as well. It's fucking great. Um, massive lariato by Jado, but brave Dino continues to kick out. Of course <laughs> he like, does. Come Super on, face. Dino, Super you can face. do it. Um, Dino makes it to the ropes gets put in a submission after a while um, top rope superplex off the tibbity top by Jado this is where you realise that Dino can take a hell of a lot of bumps mm. he takes some serious punishment he's taking a lot of a beating like he's hilarious a but... lot of a beating what's <laughs> yeah, sure he <laughs> <laughs> like he takes he's hilarious his spots are fucking great his in-ring character is perfect but he's a fucking good wrestler as well like, yeah, I, that's it's not, not just the, character, you know. No, that's not. You don't get that across too much in this because he's basically doing a lot of the selling and a lot of the flamboyance. Yeah, yeah. But it works. It works so well. And again, it's something so different. I'll get to the finish now, shall I? <laughs> <laughs> so Dino continues to kick out over and over again. They're really putting over that he's like just at the last minute every time, just kicking out. Dino reverses two more lariats into a makeout session <laughs> with Jado. <laughs> Dino ducks a Jado kick. Dino pulls down his trunks, locks in Jado's shoulder into the mat with the Gado clutch. His, oh, yes. His mate's tag team partner for the one, two, three. And advancing is Dachu Cardino. And as you were saying, like at the start of this, oh, who was going so to advance good. and who wasn't based on where they're from? At yeah. no point did I thought D- think Dino would be going through this against Jado. <laughs> Come on, man! Yeah, top top match. A genuinely hilarious. Just laugh out loud, laughs the whole way through it. Just everything I hoped it was going to be and better. And again, it's you can see it's building how the the the, the first day of this cup has been booked. Yeah, good openers. Then you had your serious hill. Now you've got your comedy match, and everyone's starting to get involved in it. So yeah. At this stage, I was like. Yeah, this was such a nice break. Like the uh, the match before your matter is really really good, and like, I like the character development. But to have comedy here, yeah, really was nice, totally needed, really yeah. really needed. Otherwise, it just gets way too serious, and just guys doing spots. Yeah, you know, like you can only take so much of it over like five six hours, however long this was. So yeah, Dino is so so good. the ref runs away from Dino <laughs> immediately after calling the finish. Uh, ref chases it. Dino chases the ref to the back, and that's it. That's yeah. it. it doesn't celebrate nothing. It's just like, give me the cock. Where's the cock? <laughs> well, that's what happens when you're possessed. <laughs> um, I'm monitoring the chat today. Oh, go on. We've got a comment from friend of the show, Mark Blake. He's complimenting Hello, you Mark Blake. Your, he's complimenting you on your t-shirt. Oh, my lovely new AEW t-shirt. Yeah. Now the- I hope your wife's not watching Mark Blake because you still owe me some money for the merch you bought. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I did. <laughs> I was gonna put it out there, but fuck it. <laughs> so yeah, this this t-shirt company we like. Hello, aren't, aren't actually a wrestling company yet. They just sell t-shirts, apparently. Yeah, we love this t-shirt company. <laughs> pro Pro Wrestling Elite Tees. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> cool, let's move on. So we've got next up. We've got Gado, who's current New Japan booker, representing New Japan, obviously not in 2009, I don't believe. Against holy shit, it's Kota Ibushi from DDT, like. As Wowzers. soon as I saw these two against each other, I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. This will be decent. And Kota, as you said, is not aged a minute. No. It's exactly the same. Same build, same physique. Not a hair out of place. Yeah. <laughs> hair hasn't actually grown in 10 years. <laughs> what are him and Chris Daniels doing that none of the rest of us oh, are? Jesus Christ. Like- <laughs> 
It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> it's incredible, isn't it? So Bushi's coming out to a Buck Cherry song, which I was like, yeah, what the fuck? That's a random one. Like, I don't know how Buck Cherry of all bands. Like, yeah, no idea. Yeah, copyright doesn't exist in Japan, I don't think. So. <laughs> <laughs> and also, he might have been on a tour. It was like, I like that song. Take that home with me. Yeah, maybe so, man. Who knows? So, really fun cat and mouse spots during the match. Uh, Ibushi is fast and agile and young. Gato's the grizzled, manipulative veteran. Really good, solid storytelling here. Kind of everything you expect from like a good, solid, strong style New Japan, you know? Yeah. Uh, at this stage, Koto Ibushi, is he still in DDT at this stage? Yes. Okay. It's going to be a long time before he comes to New Japan as well. It's about eight years. Which, based on what DDT Six, is, uh, from Level. what I've known of DDT, yeah. having someone of Ibushi being like pure wrestling i know obviously it's like the golden lover stuff which he can do other other fun bits but yeah. having this guy showcase of we're not just a, a joke promotion was a really good thing if they got if they were basically told by liger send two of you guys who are you gonna send well we'll send dino <laughs> obviously <laughs> and and i, I imagine abushi was requested because yeah. you see how fucking good he is even at this point it was best match i love this yeah you've got a thing with ddt right you used to have it so you'd have all this ridiculous shit happening a dino match and then basically a kenny and an ibushi match yeah and so you would have these amazing guys at the top of the card and when they went off to new japan like um i know about bushi i'm not sure about kenny but ibushi signed a dual contract and he was the first guy ever to do it oh, he was really? wrestling for ddt and new japan at the same wow. time which i'm like you can see why yeah and how he's loyal to his company and such i was like that's fucking awesome man it's a shame he didn't go back to be honest because well, i'd yeah. love to see him in a few ddt matches here and there but it goes show again about as you said about abushi's loyalty because after he was in the uh, cruiserweight classic yeah and was like no i'm not signing yeah i i yeah thanks for the money but i don't care he's not even uh, do you see the announcement this week no so on the same show that that happened the thing we talked about earlier yeah. which i won't spoil again just in case um uh kota comes out to the ring because his concussion from the yeah, um, from will spray thing yeah uh he comes out to the ring and basically goes i'm not leaving i'm staying i am new japan i'm like gonna be here oh nice he's just like thank fucking god man because i would love to see him in AEW. he'd be great but new japan need to survive yeah. we need a top company in japan and <laughs> yeah and aw don't need a bushi at this moment no i don't think so i, I mean they wouldn't complain if they had him i imagine no but <laughs> i think kenny especially now abushi's case of i am new japan and now that's going to be as we sort of briefly had on the next top face to go up who is not without him the him reaction he got just from one little promo yeah Maybe he's, he's their next top guy. Maybe him and Jay White is the future. Maybe this yeah. whole year is going to be him and Jay White together, and I'm not going to complain at no. all. I think Gato is too reliant on Tanahashi sometimes. Well, I said I, I think I find it strange how Tanahashi only had the belt for 38 days. Yeah, it's I, definitely I, a transitional thing. I appreciate that the to have new beginnings would have gone outside of Kenny's contract. Yeah, so they couldn't have him keep it. And I wonder if New Japan thought they might be able to get him doing like a dual contract, but apparently he does. Apparently he apparently can. He does have a dual with AEW New Japan if they want to book him. Yeah, it's the way it's been phrased from what I saw. So we shall see. So um, Gado is hilarious in this match, doing his typical thing. If you've ever seen Gado wrestle before, you know exactly what this is. He calls Kota boy a lot, kind of get up, come on, man, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> fuck you, referee. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> You're fucking hilarious, man. That sounds a bit racist, the accent, but it's it's how he sounds. It's the best impression you could do of Gado. Yeah. I mean, you see people like Jericho do impressions of Gado on the podcast, and no one accuses him of being a racist. So. Yeah, <laughs> indeed, yeah. Let's talk Just about a spotlight stealing prick. <laughs> He's still good. He's still the best in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, let's quickly just talk about Gado and his ability to book professional wrestling. 
I mean, he understands, we've said on previous podcasts, he understands long-term booking. Yeah. The th- reason why a lot of the promotions in North America and what will become the same thing as NXT UK, and I don't want to shit on my own like wrestling promotion in the UK and yeah. stuff like that. My own wrestling promotion? I'm definitely not in NXT UK. <laughs> I know what you meant. It's fine. Um, but, or am I? <laughs> um, I... It lacks it. Get I think those shitty commentators get you on this. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but what did I say? I'd Let's like. I'd like to think that AW take that approach of long term booking if they get TV. Oh, you'd fucking hope so because it it works for for wrestling fans of our age. We don't we don't want the instant gratification. We like the slow build. Yeah, obviously, if wrestling fans are going to get frustrated, but Gado gets it. It's a case of he's had to push Jay White because of talking the, main events and titles. I totally agree. with Yeah, you. yeah, definitely. Jay White's had to be pushed because they've had a mass exodus of their top. You know, Gaijin. Yeah, and nearly all the Gaijin have left apart from one or two. So. Yeah, exactly. So they need to have that. But all, like we even said when we started doing the pod, we started speaking about sort of Evil and Sonada and making the next step up. And even though you can tell they're getting there and people want it, no one's frustrated. They're like, because they're getting there, because Gado gets yeah. it. They know, yeah, as you said, yeah. you can have a whole year of Abushi and Jay White. And people aren't going to be like, I want to see the match. Now it's a case of, I want to see the match in 12 months' time. Yeah, fucking A, man. And that's what Godo gets. I think with an American audience, especially with how everything is so accessible nowadays and how alive and immediate it is, hello, live world, um, Okay, <laughs> is that um, you need some sort of immediate gratification. But that's why you have Joey Janela. That's why you have Jimmy Havoc. That's why you have Dean Ambrose. Okay, <laughs> John Moxley, John whatever. Moxley. Okay, but you know what I mean? Like They've got those people there. You've also got an amazing main event scene and a tag scene that's going to grow and grow yeah. and grow please give us longevity you need to with a long company a new company like this yeah you need to i mean even mjf building him up because he's absolutely annoying as fuck and he's, he's a brick and he's great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, abushi climbs the rigging on the entranceway and does a moonsault off of it of course he does it's abushi you expect him to do something fucking insane uh, gato tries to steal a win by constantly grabbing abushi's tights in pinfalls because he's a dusty heel. heel yeah just perfect storytelling. Gato bumps Ibushi into the ref. Gato pops up Ibushi, low blows him. Gato clutch for the one, two, three. And surprisingly, in my opinion, advancing is Gato. And I thought Ibushi was going to go through it for sure, but. I, I Skinner's, we don't know how long Gato's had any sort of like fingers in pies in New yeah. Japan. And also the fact that, you know, his his opponent, sorry, uh, Jado's opponent used the Gado clutch. Yeah. I think it told well on to night two having Gado in the in the in the quarters. How disappointed were you when you realised it wasn't Dino versus Gado in the next round? Because <laughs> I mean, they felt like they were setting it up with the two Gado clutch finishes. I thought I, I didn't look at the brackets beforehand yeah. and I thought, Oh well, there you go. That's story told. And then when it got yeah. to the quarters, I was like, What? Oh, it's not. <laughs> I was like disappointed. So bad. Can't so- imagine Gado against Dino though. <laughs> Ibushi <laughs> <laughs> uh, versus Dino is a hilarious one as well. Yeah. If you've seen it, happened in DDT. I've I've seen a little bit. Have of you seen that. the kissing spot? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. fucking great, Absolutely man. Amazing. So funny. So Ibushi uh, uh, primed for the big time already. He looks like a superstar. Like we're still ten years away, really, from his massive push, which is starting to kind of happen yeah. now. But like, he just looks so fucking good, man. He's ready to go already at this point. It's taken them a long time to get there. Yeah, and I think the problem as well with um, Kojo Ibushi is he will always be loyal. So yeah. I wonder if people have taken advantage of that. It took a long time for him to get away from DDT. Yeah. and Maybe I think, that's the thing. Maybe they don't trust him. Maybe they think he's going to go to DDT or something. You know? Yeah, possibly. But now they're, he's like, well, I'm 
I'm here. I'm yeah. your guy. Use me. I'm wrong. You're right. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Absolutely. So um, there's a post-match interview here, which I've not been talking about so much, but it's fucking hilarious because Gato walks in the ring, w- walks in the room, exhausted, sits in front of the camera and goes, ah, shit. <laughs> like, ah, yes. <laughs> ah, hilarious stuff. Uh, he says, huh? More than Jack Swagger says it. So there we go. <laughs> uh, and Kota is a sad, beautiful man because he's not going to go through. So next up, we've got New Japan Wrestling's Prince fucking Devitt. None of this WWE watered down Balor bullshit versus Tushi Aoki from Pro Wrestling Noah. Even back in, I mean, we spoke about Abushi looking great. I mean, Balor hasn't had a cake since 2009, has he? He's got like a million abs <laughs> already. My, my playboy has just had one ab. <laughs> one, just big one or just one? Just one. <laughs> just one pushing through. I'm going to work solely on that isn't, ab. Isn't one ab a belly? <laughs> no, no, no. I want my belly to disappear and just be left through. <laughs> <laughs> oh i love the ambition mate why not so aoki's entrance music don't is... doubt me <laughs> <laughs> that was not sarcastic i know i always sound sarcastic i promise oh, i'm trying to be brilliant. genuine i um, promise i'm trying to be <laughs> it's a mix of londoner okay which obviously where i grew up and then this kind of kent thing i have as well and then like watching too much american and canadian tv and wrestling so i kind of go up at the end of my it, sentences it so i sound like i'm joking it's you know how you phrase it i'm trying to be genuine i'm trying i so so hard people always think i'm being taken the piss and i'm like i'm not i'm being real i promise yeah. you go and get that ab dickhead i mean I'm genuinely i have family members stuff i think i don't like them because i don't sound like i'm taking the piss all the time anyway so aoki's entrance is heavy metal version of hotel california and i'm like no nope, get the fuck out no thank you uh aoki is all japan's current head trainer at their dojo at this point you know no it's not yeah hence why he's pretty fucking good in the ring because he yeah. does all right doesn't he yeah really good and you've got to remember all japan is not not a prime time player at this point like he, he's actually wrestling for noah i believe at this point i think he's representing noah all japan remember. was on the wrestling channel with noah oh was it and the quality was not great no they've had some better stuff happening recently i keep a rough eye on it but not really again it's maybe it's a show we can do in the future yeah definitely so um but fuck all that shit prince devitt is coming out to you're the best around nothing's ever gonna dig down it's like oh such a good entrance Hooray for no copyright. I love the Karate Kid so much. So does Steve Prince... What do we call him? Bala? Devitt? Devitt. Devitt, there we go. <laughs> Coming out to this song. Yeah, I was marking the fuck out. I completely forgot he used to come out to this song. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So uh, again, copyright is not a thing. Much like Mexico as well. They don't have copyright either. Because <laughs> we've, seen, we've seen that so many times. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Comes out to Michael Jackson. Like, he's just like, no, no one cares. Don't worry about it. It's yeah, fine. he definitely wouldn't have an issue with his estate. <laughs> So Devitt is crazy over with the fans. Aoki is really solid, really good worker. Uh, this is probably my favorite opening match, I suggest, that isn't Dino. Everything Dino I mean, is my favorite. The, the like... Gado Bushi match for me, for an opening oh, that was match really was good really as well. Good. Yeah. Oh, difficult, but uh, lots of good work. I mean, to be yeah. fair, again, like building a card, the final three matches of this. The, the qualifiers essentially oh, yeah, yeah. oh man so good yeah really really good so Oki working over Devitt's arm early really even match both have big power moves both have big high fly spots uh, Oki hits a shoulder breaker on Devitt with Devitt's arm trapped behind his back looks absolutely brutal a uh, double stomp by Devitt or the coup de grace as we now know it as 
brutal looking underhook brain buster DDT thing which she calls the Sunday Bloody Sunday Re- that was the reverse Bloody Sunday but it's the reverse version yeah. of it I don't know it's the inverted <clears throat> one yeah the re- that's the inverted one yeah so yeah. it's like it's actually more like a DDT so it's really easier to hook in yeah implant you would have thought it'd be the other way around yeah you know <laughs> this is he, getting too complicated <laughs> he's reversed the DDT by doing it normally yeah like uh what <laughs> anyway well I guess the one two three and the winner advancing is Prince Devitt Devitt had one of the shorter qualifying matches ah subtle hint maybe because <laughs> i i've got the times for how long was this match right this match ooh, do, 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 do. Devitt's match was 10 minutes 51 that's a pretty standard solid opener really yeah what were the other matches they like 15 or right uh first match so tiger's mask against uh taichi was 641 taguchi versus uh, jintaro was 1039 yamato versus akira was 813 Dino versus Jado was 10.14. Gado destroying Ibushi was 14 minutes. Yeah, so they've basically all been given 10 minutes apart from the couple who have been given 15, yeah. obviously. That's, that's pretty standard for New Japan, to be totally yeah. honest, mate. And pretty much every pro wrestling company ever, no? Yeah. Yeah, cool. All right, so uh, but next up, we've got Fujita, uh, Fujita Hayato versus Koji Kanemoto. And as soon as I saw these two names, I was like, who are these guys? Like, I can't remember. But I, I saw them, I was like, oh, I remember these dudes. I'd not seen either of these guys okay. at all. And again, whilst trying to write down my notes, my auto predict keeps on calling him um, Havato Fajita. <laughs> Fuck's sake. So that's very Bobby Heenan in my phone. <laughs> Flying burrito! <laughs> so um, you know kind of who Koji Kanemato is. He's like massive veteran of <laughs> Japanese wrestling, yes. For a different reason. Oh, has he done something silly? Koji Clutch? Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. I completely blocked that. No, it's no, okay, don't worry. He's the inventor of the Koji Clutch, but doesn't use it. Brilliant. Weird, isn't it? Brilliant. <laughs> well worked. Apparently, he's only busted out like a couple of times ever in his career. But um, uh, Fujita Hayato, uh, I knew as one of the coolest looking Japanese characters. I don't know if you realize this. He looks a bit off the whole time. Mm. It's because he shaved his eyebrows. Oh right! <laughs> like had not twigged, had not twigged on it that. It took me about like three or four minutes. Going, why doesn't he look right? There's something about him that looks scary. Like he's mental patient or something. He's got big hair and no fucking eyebrows. And you're like that's really strange. But um, again, uh, absolutely kill me. He's coming out to Hard Rock Hallelujah by Guo, yeah. the shitty Guo, sorry, Lordy. And I'm just like, oh, for fuck's sake, that boom, boom, hard, boom, boom, Hey, that was uh, a Euro, blue, that nah. won Eurovision. Don't knock it, man. It was, it was my pick as well, that year. Yep. Do you know about my family's tradition for Eurovision? I bloody love Eurovision. We sit and watch it and we get drunk. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Annoyingly, uh, Eurovision is on uh, Double or Nothing weekend, which means I'm in the Isle of Wight. Oh, God damn it. Well, that'd be fun at least. You can sit and watch it with kids and stuff, you know? She'll be asleep. Oh, well. No, that's fair I'll watch it with my wife and she'll be going, I could be in Vegas now. <laughs> but you don't drink, really, do you? No, but I drink... At all? No, not at all. Okay, cool. It's a really fun game to drink to. I choose just to eat excessive amounts of food to it. You can play my drinking game with cheese. Don't tease me. (laughs) Going completely off topic, there's a cheese festival in June near near where we are. So we have to go with... We'll have to take our children to this thing at Detling. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, fuck it. I don't really like cheese, but like, yeah. Meet Wallace and Gromit. Okay, sounds good. Let's go back Uh, to wrestling. Wallace and Gromit there? Yeah, let's go back to wrestling though. (laughs) All right, so these two basically just beat the shit out of each other, and that's why I remember them. They were just stiff, strong, strong style. Stiff pricks from both their yeah. promotions. Um, every Japanese promotion seems to have one of these guys, like Tomohiro Ishii, Minoru Suzuki. You Bob know. Holly. Yeah. 
<laughs> so basically, this is MMA influenced mat wrestling for the vast majority of the beginning of the match. Uh, Kanemoto is the resilient master of the style versus the young upstart kind of pretender to the crown in Hayato. Again, really clever little story. I think they knew what they were doing here when they yeah. put this. So this is the beginning of people starting to know sell shit. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, but they're two, they're two hard guys, so they're not gonna they're not gonna sell for each other because they're they're the badass of each promotion. Aren't yeah, they? I started to get a bit worried how nasty this was gonna get. It, it was getting brutal, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty vicious. So in two thousand nine, we weren't as educated with things like you know concussions and such. Brain fried. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean they weren't. And again, to sh- save their sort of manliness, they weren't protecting themselves either from any of these shots. Nothing. Or yeah. any of these moves, nothing. It, it was, was just insane. And it's things like this, you said, like, if I was watching this 10 years ago, like, this this fight is amazing. And now I watch them like, oh, their brains. Jesus. I wasn't really thinking about their brains too much. I was like, yeah, kill each other! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 2009. Like, yeah, but I totally get what you're saying. I would never let anyone do this to me if I was wrestling. No. Like, and, and actually, why dudes do it? It gets big pops. Like you see Volta chop someone's chest and you're like, oh, it's amazing to see. But if he's punching you in the head, that's a different thing. Yeah. Which these two dudes do constantly. Yeah, they're not. They're not these, are, these don't look like work punches. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. They're basically just beating the shit out of each other. So if you haven't said it. There's a moment in this where I literally went, oh, shit, as it happened. Well, Hayato does an Irish whip to Kanemoto on the outside and literally slams into a girl in the front row. Like, oh, for fuck's sake, man. You just took out like a very small looking Japanese woman in the front row. It was probably like 80. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Didn't look like she aged the day, to be fair. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. So um, somehow she's still sitting in her chair as they stand up as well. And I was just like, how did you stay there? Because she's learned from the match and don't sell. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking dickhead. Should have sold it, to be fair. Yeah. But anyway. So Kanemoto hits some sort of like packaged Mishinoku driver that I've never seen before in this match. I was just like, ow, that yeah. looks like it fucking hurt. Like there's some serious brutal stuff here. Um, great couple of false finishes. Uh, there's like a choke sleeper guillotine choke thing locked in that they really, really sell like it's going to be the end. Uh, it feels like someone's going to die kicks at this point because they're just kicking the shit out of each <laughs> other. Uh, Kanemoto catches Hayato's knee. Kanemoto locks in a knee bar, kind of ankle hold combination, and yeah, Hayato taps out. So advancing to the next round is Koji Kanemoto. Uh, quality match, bit scary. Um, good story though. Young stiff guy against big old stiff guy. Yeah. Always works. Pay your dues, boy. Yep. Absolutely, man. So there's a post-match interview again where Koji Kanemoto sounds like he smoked 40 a day for his whole life. I don't know if you listened to this, but he's like, rah, 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 like really. If I'm honest, I just thought that was production issue. Oh, no, <laughs> that was his voice. voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd never heard him talk before, so I was kind of shocked to hear that voice come out of him, but kind of adds to the character, I guess. Gets Kane's voice box out. <laughs> ah, rah, rah, I am here to help. <laughs> so your night one main event is Jushin Thunder Liger from New Japan Pro Wrestling won a couple of these Super J Cups I want to say yeah he's won two two I thought 90, 90 more, whatever so <laughs> if you've got it do say it uh, no, I know I've just got he, um, <laughs> just two time Super J Cup winner All right, creator cool, cool. yeah exactly so Jushin Thunder Liger representing New Japan Pro Wrestling versus Naomichi Marafuji the last victor representing Pro Wrestling Noah uh, both these lads have excellent entrance themes oh yeah I should have cut the intro In fact, I found a photo of him pushing Tanahashi around in a trolley. I was like, oh, I'm so chuffed with myself. Anyway, 
So um, a is walking out with a mask on. He's got this red and gold kind of eagle-looking thing. Yeah, beautiful. I'd beautiful never seen that before thing. with him. It looks really cool. Yeah, really, really fun. So um, this is the point where I'm like, I've seen Marafuji wrestle live, and he his gear got lost on the plane. <laughs> so he wrestled in a pair of trainers and a pair of shorts. <laughs> the weirdest thing <laughs> I ever saw. Really, really strange. That was for the um, Pro Wrestling Nowhere in Coventry. Okay. Oh, was this the um, uh, the Rico Arena? Uh, Skydome. Oh, Skydome, okay. Yeah, in Coventry, where I got to see Kenta Kobashi and Mitsuhara Misawa beat the shit out of each other for a couple of minutes. And I was like, yeah, life could be worse right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, you were in Coventry. Huh? You were in Coventry. <laughs> Oh well, yeah. My um, the, on my Volkswagen, I had a Golf at the time, right? So I got alloys, and they've got like a little VW badge in the middle that you can actually screw out if you're really careful about it. After the show, we go to pay for the parking. We're in like a multi-story thing. Come past, walk with my friends. I just see four dudes crouched around my car, and I stop, and I'm just like, um, <coughs> um. It's like, what the fuck are you doing next to my car? And like all four dudes stood up and just walked away. And I was like, yeah, you better fucking walk away. I thought they were letting my tires down or something. It was only when I got home, I realized two of the things were missing. Oh, shit. Fucking pikey piece of shit. Fuck you, commentary. So, (laughs) all those people at least. Yeah, they were definitely not wrestling fans. They were just cunts on a night out, just looking to be pikey pieces of fucking shit. Cost me a lot of money to replace them. I'm really fucked up. I was going to say, you can clearly tell you've got over this. (laughs) Don't like pikeys, mate. What can I say? So, Marafuji. Is the booker and I believe part owner at least of Pro Wrestling Noah now? Yep. Never really made it one of the big companies. No, I but I think that's because it's a case of Noah's his baby, it's his toy. Yeah. I don't think he's. I wouldn't say he wouldn't have the talent to go elsewhere, but if you don't have the want to try and push yourself, obviously he wouldn't go to New Japan because oh there are rivals. Yeah. I could never do that to to Pro Wrestling Noah. He wouldn't fit in in DDT. All Japan, it wouldn't have been there. If he's maybe looking at something like Zero One, is it really worth it? Not not in from Noah, from that perspective. No. And then if you look at like the the North American promotions, WCW had their agreement with New Japan yep. while it was functioning, and TNA was interested in younger stars. Yeah, And true. WWE can't use Asian talent. Uh, apparently not. When you fuck up Shinsuke Nakamura and Kenta like that, then yeah. Which leads to the verb of, you've been Kented. So, um... I don't know. I, I will say that um, Marafuji, Brian Danielson for ROH in around 2004, 2005, I think it was, is one of my favorite matches of all time. Wasn't there a tag between with Joe and Daniel against Marafuji and one other as well? Kenta, probably. Yeah. yeah. But that's the same night that Loki and Kenta wrestled each other. And I, all I could think about was that Brian Danielson Marafuji match beforehand because fucking hell, the storytelling in it. Yeah, it's really, really good. And it was a classic ROH period where like those tiny little arenas were like maybe 50 people, you know, when wrestling wasn't popular. Hello, new people. <laughs> but it it's insane to think about it, though. You said, like, if Marafuji can go off and have even Ring of Honor sort of attraction and still not do anything. Yeah, unusual. I, I wonder, again, it's just more, I don't want to ch- travel. I don't want to leave Japan. I'm really happy where I am. Yeah, like, uh, Japanese culture has this strong honor system and mm. loyalty is very, very important to them. So I think that explains the vast majority of what we're talking about. But Well, that's why, again, where you saw some of the, the hint of realism between the Omega and Tanahashi promos leading up to Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, absolutely. Right, so there's a handshake between the two to start, which I was just like, yeah, fair enough, okay, I'm not a big fan of this usually, but as we very well know, but uh, slow start, knee locks, chain wrestling, Marafuji trying to grind down Liger, trying to work him over, stop him from doing his high-flying stuff is what I think they're getting at here. Uh, Liger counters, standard power bombs, Liger bombs, Shotes to the face, they're throwing all their spots in early, which made me immediately go, ah, fuck, Liger's going out. 
because like when he throws <laughs> yeah. all his spots early you're like he's got nothing left to do later yeah. in the show so but Marafuji- he had his Christmas shopping to do <laughs> <laughs> so Marafuji takes a powerbomb on the floor and Jesus Christ that looks fucking painful he's like, the hardest part by the ring oh <laughs> hardest part by the ring is that a new thing yeah. for us okay cool <laughs> So Marafuji works his way back into it, strikes, headbutts. Liger is more effective with power moves and reversing them, but Marafuji is being resilient and blocks the Shote. Uh, hits his cross-arm pile driver thing, which is called the pole shift, yep. uh, for the one, two, three, and advancing, maybe surprisingly, over Liger, the legend, is Naomichi Marafuji into our quarterfinals. Nice. At this stage as well, I then remembered, I was like, I wonder why Liger's never been in WWE. And I remembered he was in NXT. Because he had he had a match with Tyler Breeze. Oh, that first yeah. like NXT pay per view they brought him in, didn't they? The, that was really weird. That was that was a few that was a few shows in. I think it was like either the first or second takeover. So they had like their original sort of run of special one off shows, and then they basically oh like, in the uh, FCW place and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but then when they got onto the main the main NXT shows and they started having the big weekends, yeah, yeah. then then it was Liger versus Tyler Breeze. I remember really enjoying that match. So good. Yeah, like Liger working the crowd was fucking yeah. hilarious. Like, really, he knows really exactly good. what to do. Like, yeah, I mean, one of the absolute great of all time you should like hands it. down hands well, down think about what we owe this man as a stupid uh question yeah considering he has had absolutely <laughs> no not- question is stupid mate hey. <laughs> considering that he's never had any involvement in wwe would you ever see them considering putting liger in the hall of fame for what he's done oh for fuck yeah absolutely there's no one's been more deserving than yushin liger like has to be I mean, Sting had two matches and he's in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you could think about and the so contributions of these people, you know what I mean? Like, Sting did a hell of a lot. He was the main top heel for the rival company, you know? Like, Liger is invented a style, invented moves, invented... And like, in fairness, you know, his impact in the cruiserweights in WCW. Yeah, also huge. Really important. Absolutely huge. We wouldn't have a whole... Well, maybe we would. I'm going to shut up. So, uh, Liger eliminated in the first round. Really unusual. Uh, honestly, match was okay, but not as good as I hoped. You know, a bit problematic in that both guys are faces. Yeah, I think so, face versus face is never going to work. Yeah, it's always a bit of a mess, isn't it? So, Liger's given a bouquet of flowers by a fan at ringside on his way out. And you're like, oh, I love you, Japan. You're lovely. And that's it for night one. So, on to night two. Uh, Naito? Let's think. <laughs> Hang on. What do you think about night one in general? Um, good starting point. Two great matches with the I mean, like Gado Abushi was fantastic. Devitt, obviously, I love Devitt. I love yeah. I love Prince Devitt. I like Finn Balor. Prince Devitt. Yeah, I Hands agree down. with that. Hands yeah, down. minus the injury for that first WWE Universal Title win, I think we would still be as in love with Balor as we were with Devitt. Yeah, but there was that big drop-off point where they kind of slowly and it's like they had to push him almost now because they're like ah fuck what else are we gonna do and they did something sensible with brock it's interesting that brock will work with danielson and brock will work with balor but yeah. brock will just kick strome in the face and go fucking slow down <laughs> punched him yeah sorry Clean him yeah. in the fucking face yeah yeah true um i enjoyed night one i thought it was a bit a bit run-of-the-mill I expected more from a Super J Cup. You imagine like 450s up the top and through tables and... Yeah, but I think it, it, said it, it had something different. It was a slow build to what was the two big the big stars. You had Liger from New Japan against um, Marafuji from Pro Wrestling Noah. Yeah. I, I think it was a nice pace because if it was a one-day tournament, I'd agree with you. But because you knew you were going to get the second day... Yeah, I, oh, oh, totally. Yeah, this is what I expected. But you expect... Um, Obviously not at this time, but you expect an Osprey, a Ricochet, like some crazy high-flying high spots. And none of these guys are. I think that I think I enjoyed it, though. Yeah, oh, it was, totally. It was nice to not have it. But they're, they're all working. 
aside from like Dino and like a few other ones, they're, they're all really working a New Japan strong style. Yeah. Which I thought was unusual. I thought the whole point of getting all these guys together was to have, to have different styles. I also wonder if the non-New Japan guys thought it was a good shop window for them. Uh, maybe, yeah. They might I can work your style, services. I can do this. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, there's a couple of guys like Taichi, for yeah. example, who's like really looking to get himself out there. This is obviously a big exposure for him as a young wrestler, like Ibushi, like a few others and stuff. So yeah, I can see that. Anyway, night two. So the video package highlights the results from night one, as you might expect. Uh, there's some awesome new metal music this time. I miss the early 2000s so much. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is my era, definitely. So we got young Yujiro Takahashi and young Tetsuya Naito out in jeans with the No Limit t-shirt thing yeah. on it. Um, complete with the no 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 like copyright just doesn't exist in japan evidently uh naito with a shaved head but dyed red yeah who doesn't love the red scalp why 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 would you do this it's a bold little chris lieben <laughs> yeah fucking that's a reference to it go. took me a second i was like oh the guy that lost anson silver in his first ufc fight yeah um i don't know naito didn't get over for a long time and you can see why Naito is only a name that came onto my radar maybe two years ago. Okay. I mean, he, and even then, it was only his run really with Jericho where I was like, ah, that's okay. pretty sharp. Nice, nice, yeah. So Naito, um, I don't know if you know the story, but he was uh, pitched as like the new ace. He even cut a promo after winning the G1, I think it was the G1, going, I am the new ace of the company. And the fans went, <laughs> yeah, sure you are, mate. Because this is, oh, shortly after that, that's when he went to Mexico? Yeah, when yeah. CMLL and met, who kind of know as Almas, I think his yeah. name is now, CN Almas, Andrade. whatever, La Sombra, and uh, a whole bunch of other people, and the LIJ faction, and he yeah. brought that back to New Japan, and it's that character that got over with the fans. Yeah. And you're like, you can see them learning lessons, you know, yeah. about Which how is their important. style isn't the only thing that's going to yeah. get them over nowadays. So anyway, so Yujiro's t-shirt is fucking hilarious. It says, we are the rated R motherfuckers. Edge reference? Yep. Must be, mustn't it? Yeah. Yeah, just be like, fuck you, Edge. <laughs> With the radar. You can have your live sex show of Lita. Oh, your boob fell out. <laughs> Thank you, USA, for not filtering that. I have no idea what the fuck this is meant to achieve with these two dudes out here but they cut a little bit of promo and they have their photo taken while treading on a poster while doing their poses i'm assuming their heels shitting on whatever next event's happening yeah no oh, we're not booked yeah cool there we go <laughs> so let's go to the first match of night two we're into our quarterfinals and we've got yamato with no entrance versus gado Again, we hoped this was going to be Dino versus Gato, yeah. but this is still quite good. So Gato attacks Yamato's knee early. Gato does lots of, come on, tap, motherfucker, which is fucking brilliant. Uh, ref gets knocked to the ground. Gato low blows Yamato, repeat of the earlier night. Yep. So you think, oh, is this the finish? But almost immediately, Yamato low blows Gato, and you're like, they're both heels. <laughs> yes. Uh, Gato responds just to go, fuck, very loudly, which is awesome. Uh, Gato goes for the Gato clutch. Yamato reverses it and locks in the sleeper hold. Gato goes night-night but doesn't tap because you can't have him tap no, no, because no. he's Gato. Uh, the ref stops the match and your winner and into the semifinals is Yamato who will face either Devitt or Dino. Dino. <laughs> which is our next match. Uh, what do you think of this one, firstly? Yeah, really nice story. I liked it reverts back to night one with the low blow. Yeah. So again, good storytelling. If you haven't got longevity with these tournaments you need stuff like that yeah to, to keep you interested and just to keep it different almost and it was nice to put it through in the first match as well because then if people had attended both nights they'd be like aha i see fucking a man yeah, yeah totally uh, i'm assuming these are both broadcast on tv live 
I'd assume so, yeah. Because this stuff doesn't make sense if you haven't seen the first time, <laughs> no, but whatever. Not at all. So next up, we've got Danshuko Dino versus Devit, or Devit Uh Dino forces himself upon men in the audience, as you might expect, <laughs> just like the night before. He does. It goes to make out with the commentator again, kind of teases it, does so, <laughs> and then the old guy, who's also commentating, stands up and tries to punch him as hard as he fucking can. It's like, what's happening? Old world and new world meet. <laughs> It's so weird. But Dino doesn't give a fuck. And I think everyone's in on it, apart from the other commentators. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, don't try and kiss him, you fucking gay. You know? Like, tries to deck him. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious. And like, I, I would say Dino's handlers, whatever, do a really good job of like, bringing it down to be like yeah. don't hit him <laughs> he's gonna yeah. wrestle prince devitt for fuck's sake we've gone too far and who would have thought the commentator right hook is what's gonna take him out of his match oh, with devitt? can you imagine if he connected and literally <laughs> yeah. just cold cocked him right there knocked him the fuck out <laughs> oh so so funny it looks like it looks like a shoot it must yeah. be it must be a shoot, uh, yeah, right? he, The commentator's not going to throw a punch like that. He'd he push him away. <laughs> he just proper went for it. It was brilliant. Like, like, we know what a working punch looks like. That was not a working punch. <laughs> that was everything that old man could put behind that fling, wasn't I, it? I love the way Dino does not give a fuck. Like, if this was me in the situation, I'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake, I'd lose character, like, straight away. Dino is fully in character, sitting there going, ooh, like, behind <laughs> his hand. It's like, he's fucking great, man. Uh, so no ring entrance for Devitt, of all people. Like, New Japan's, like, sexy young star coming up forever they only get one go at copyright a show oh well, maybe that's <laughs> it yeah but i did miss his music again like that's part of the devitt character yeah. at this point as well but whatever so devitt goes for the handshake and dino kisses him on the hand and attempts <laughs> to lock up with his penis which is fucking great uh dino really likes devitt like he liked jado the night before but holy shit he's going after devitt so hard you can see why did i mean to say that anyway so uh, <laughs> And basically, he proceeds to molest his barman dick quite a lot. Uh, for every forearm Devitt has, Dino has a dick grab, which I think is just the genius of these two together. Uh, face hump Frankensteiner and Jesus fucking Christ, Finn, does a double stomp coup de grace to the dick. dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's fucking great. Can you can you imagine that going Ooh. through that match in like slightly broken Japanese? I uh, coup de grace your pee-pee? Yeah, <laughs> coup de grace. This, this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> German suddenly. Big, strong. So strong. <laughs> For the one, two, three, unsurprisingly, if I took a double stub off the fucking top of my dick, I'd be like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Uh, so, Devitt versus Yamato in the semis, and I'm like, oh yeah. Yum, yum. That's a match I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Fucking A. So, cross promotional, two yeah. superstars I'm massively fan, a massive fan of. Yeah, thank you very much. Well booked, Liger. Well booked. Unfortunately, we lose Dino from this show, though, because he's not even in the tag match later on because obviously he's been eliminated. He's so. actually arrested. Yeah. <laughs> the commentators murdered him backstage. <laughs> <laughs> so Dino does cut a little promo backstage, uh, just like he did on night one, where he ends up molesting the camera operator afterwards. And it's like, this is fucking great. Fully committed to the character. Yeah. Love it. I mean, is there anything more we need to say about Dino? I almost don't want to move on because I just want to talk about Dino for the next hour. But we will make sure when we do a DDT, where he will be a prominent figure in that. There's show. Undoubtedly, yeah, yeah, like he's in all of them. Like yeah. even when he's injured and stuff, he still comes out and does promos and all sorts. Anyway, so moving on to our next uh, quarterfinal match. Yep. We've got Kanemoto against Taguchi. Both so- love touching each other's dicks. Oh no, wait, no, <laughs> <laughs> not these lads. So, I mean, this is my first, like... Can you imagine Kanemoto? Like, <laughs> like, you want me to do this? 
<laughs> I bet he would against Dino. So no entrances for either guys, and you can realise why immediately. Like this is a, a washover match. Almost like yeah, let's just get to the next round, shall we? So uh, lots of kind of sloppy mat wrestling to start. They're kind of doing rolling. It, it was very very slapdash, wasn't it? This yeah, this was nothing planned. This is like we'll just go out and call it in the ring. We know what to do. And it went badly. Yeah, it wasn't great. This is very much just like, let's just get to the next round. So Koji attacks Taguchi's knee, which is a theme of this show. Like, there's constantly going after knees for some reason. Um, this is a wrestling match, is what I've written down. Because <laughs> it's okay. It's not bad. Yeah, my notes in this case of generic wrestling, opening card fodder. Mm. Yeah, done it. Yeah. Oh, knee, and the finish. Knee bar by, knee bar by Taguchi gets Kanemoto to tap surprisingly maybe um so you're winner of the match and face either marafuchi or tiger's mask is <laughs> taguchi in the next round i can't still find it funny tiger's mask versus marafuji is our next match of the night so only marafuji gets an entrance tiger's mask is already in the ring <laughs> i love how much this has tickled you they had to pluralize tigers, but they didn't call him tiger masks. They called him tiger. Well, of course he's not going to be tiger. He's not going to be tiger masks. He's only got one mask on. Come on, go with the logic. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so slow technical mat wrestling to start, which again is a theme of this. It's lots of slow build wrestling. Again, the New Japan style. Fuck's sake! Can just catch my breath. Uh, Marafuji using a Peruvian necktie. Like I don't Ooh, know. Very nice. If you're an MMA fan, so much, yeah. but. This is actually had a this is a legit submission. Legit submission, yeah, isn't it? It was a CB Dolloway used it once in a match, and it's like pretty cool to see, man. So Cobra Clutch Suplex by Marafuji, it looks nasty as fuck. Shiranue attempt, which is the slice bread number yeah. two, the overhead, what would you call it? A, buster a, sort of thing? Yeah. I slice bread slice bread number two. Yeah, I think most people know what that is. Yeah. But they kind of botch it. I think that was meant to be the finish. Yeah, slice bread number one. <laughs> so Tiger Suplex. By Marafuji to Tiger's mask, maybe making a point here. I think so. Going, this guy you botched my finish. Fuck you! I'm gonna finish you with a tiger suplex <laughs> just to take the piss. You wait till Tiger Mask sees this match. <laughs> you were sitting there the night yeah. before, you know. I feel like this is uh, Marafuji doing like you know, putting someone in their place almost. Yeah. I'm so, the vet. You're you fucked up. Yeah, your gimmick's fucking stupid. Like, come up with your own shit. Yeah. You know, I don't know whether I'm seeing too much into this, but as soon as you fuck up someone's finish and they put you in, like, you know, the move that's named after the guy you've modelled yourself after. Yeah, that's basically sort of case of yeah. Well, here you go. Now, fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. And again, these two guys don't look like they're working together very well. It's very awkward. Uh, yeah, half these quarterfinal matches are very much like ah oh, shit. It's just let's get to the semi. We know, we know this is what we want for our semis. The hell I do know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprising he's not just sticking out. <laughs> anyway, so Tiger's mask kind of rolls his shoulder up as well. And Marafuji's like, nope. You're going to stay right there, yeah. mate. One, two, three. Get the fuck out my ring. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's a bit weird, but whatever. Um, should we run to semifinals? Yeah, let's go. So, next up, we've got Yamato versus Prince Devito. Lovely, lovely, lovely. What a match. Beautiful. Really, really good. Really, so, only really Devitt nice. gets an entrance on this one. Thank God we get to hear the music, at least. Uh, Yamato attacks early. Much faster pace start, which I was really chuffed about. Really refreshing, because every match up until this point, Especially on this night, it's been slow yeah. and kind of getting there. And it does get there eventually. Well, most of the matches do. But to see these two, like, lightning guys come out and just go, boom, straight away, was just fucking great. 
So uh, Yamato throws a chair at Devitt from the outside of the ring. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Like, we're getting a bit tasty now, you know? Um, there's elements of finally a solid heel face dynamic as well. Yeah, really good. Because Yamato is fully going heel, and obviously Devitt is over as fuck in New Japan. Um, maybe not enough of that in this tournament. No, I think it was... Night one was very much too much respect. We'll respect this professional sports contest. Yeah. Night two, especially when we get to the later rounds, it's very much heel face dynamic. And that's when the good storytelling comes through in the ring. Yeah, totally. So Yamato is jaw jacking with the audience. He stands on Devitt and looks down. Like some really cool moments here. The audience is starting to come alive as well and getting behind Devitt yeah. and starting to get more and more noisy. Um, Japanese crowds are obviously very respectful, but when they do come alive like this, like when Okada rips off his tights at the <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom, like it's it's such an emotional moment almost, you know? For this match and also the finals, I thought to myself, I wonder if you can tell and notice the difference of the, cra- the crowd audio and the volume. So for this match and the final, yeah. I basically picked points throughout and it's noticeably louder every single time. It goes up a complete other level and it's partly down to as you said, the respect of the Japanese fans, are just how over Devitt was. Yeah, 100%. Like, there's, there's levels to this shit. It's like, it's the classic phrase I always use, in that if you've got New Japan kind of Japanese fans, they're just like timid almost. Like, you know, they're respectful. Yeah. It's, it's a culture thing. It's not like uh, they don't like it or whatever. But they're very, very quiet. At times when sometimes I wish they'd be a bit more involved. Then you have like, you know, WWE, which like the crowds give a shit and they can get really noisy, but they, they're... Um, I, I can't think of a different word. They're a nuisance at times. Yeah. And then you have like OTT where they're like fucking brilliant. They react to everything and you have progress but they never shut the fuck up. <laughs> and so it's like, it's different. I think is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah. I but don't dislike it, but when... It helps build the anticipation of the story though, doesn't it? With the crowd. Yeah. There's a lot more oohs and ahs as you get to the work to the finish and that's how the wrestlers have built their story, that match that they're telling. They want to get to that crescendo at the end. Yep. And it... And if the crowd are buying into it and doing that, then you know you've got a, a classic match. Yeah, definitely. And like, I get frustrated with the Japanese fans sometimes. I wish they'd be more noisy when good shit's happening. Um, but I love it when they let loose. Yeah. It's like, they, you can see them just like, oh, people are starting to stand up almost. You're like, oh, you're not meant to do that in your culture. Like, you're that excited. You, you know? You, you could see like the odds just little like, oh, no, no, I must sit back down. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to stand. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really lovely moments that like these little things, you know, it's about Japanese wrestling, which I can understand why an average fan, like an American fan that's used to seeing, you know, bang, 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 Pyro, boom, John boom. Cena and, you know, these guys and just the cheering everything and no matter how good or bad yeah. they are in the ring or whatever. It's just, uh, yeah. So we get a brain bust off the top by Deva is completely no soul by Yamato. Uh, top rope brain buster he escaped it yeah (laughs) (laughs) your matter locks in the sleep you've got to have one big no sell right but no (laughs) just not until you just don't into it I've hit you from like 12 foot in the air with a brain buster and you've just got up I know he basically no sold all the basically like cranium shattering skull destroying punches in the first round but Jesus Christ yeah yeah true true unless he's a head shrinker and then it's fine So racist for whatever. No, because not the, by you. The, the ta- gimmick is racist. Yeah, the tag team head shrinkers, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If he's Samuel, Samuel from an too. island, therefore my head doesn't hurt when I hit it. Like, yeah, where's Meathead mm. from? <laughs> is he from Samoa? No, but he's in, he's in purpose to pain, apparently. New gimmick. He loves it. 
<laughs> so Yamato locks in a sleeper hold. His sleeper hold is kind of classic finish. Uh, Devitt climbs to Brett's rope to dump Yamato off of him within the sleeper hold. I thought it was a great moment. Kind of scary looking, but like you need those elements in yeah. these big tournaments to be like, <gasps> you know, as he does it. Like, really, really fun. Uh, coup de gras hit by Devitt. The top rope jumping off the top. Double stomp. A uh, huge implant DDT thing again, which he calls... The reverse the- Bloody Sunday. There you go. For the one, two, three, and winner and advancing to your finals is Prince Devitt as you might expect. At this stage, there are two things like this. First of all, I thought, oh, he didn't double dick's foot stomp. (laughs) Yeah, that's a disqualification, by the way. (laughs) Know the fucking rules. And at this stage, you can tell the reason why I mentioned the match timings on night one. You can tell some guys having to work three times because Debit's quarterfinal match was just under six minutes. Okay. Debit's semifinal match was just under nine minutes. Right. So he's basically worked 14 and a bit minutes before going into his final. Makes sense, yeah. Keeping relatively fresh, yeah. And 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 yeah. And it, it goes the same for the for the other guys before the final. So moving on to our final semi-final. So there is oh, sorry, one thing. Sorry. There's just the, the post-match uh, post-match promo by Devitt where Yamato brings it. Every talk, so he says Yamato brings it every time. I give it his best shot for New Japan in the final. Just really put himself over strong yeah. as a babyface at this point. Anyway, so. Next match, our last semi-final is Taguchi versus Marafuji. The fact Taguchi got this far in this tournament, shocking. It shows how much they have faith in him, though. Like I've never seen it. Like I like his wrestling style. I think he's entertaining. I think he's fucking hilarious. He has Great a, look. He has a YouTube star a show, which is oh, really? one of the funniest things I've ever seen. There's a, he was asked he gets asked silly questions about wrestlers and how he would handle them, and he has these ridiculous answers. So the one example I always remember was he was asked recently how would he beat Shingo in a match? Because you might be wrestling him in the Super J Tag League thing. And he goes, well, you know when Shingo gets pumped up to do his finisher? He goes, oh, oh, oh. Well, what I'll do is I'll clap along with him and get him motivated until he gets so tired. <laughs> that <I'll be> <laughs> like, his, his logic is genius. That's, that's much better than when uh, Punk was on Art Wrestling and then everyone just asked the question, why is the shield always so wet? <laughs> Oh, because they're (laughs) (laughs) fucking weird. So Taguchi versus Marafuji. We get a fast start again. Again, keeping it nice and refreshing. I think because they know they're going to do slow builds in the final. So let's give them something different to set up the final. Um, Taguchi does his Rick Rouge stick again. but He's a disco dude. It doesn't quite make sense. Surely he should be doing, you know, disco inferno. Yeah. (laughs) But disco was busy. (laughs) There, there's no copyright in Japan, but there is for gimmick infringement. Oh, there we go. There we go. So Taguchi, uh, is his hair natural or is it a perm? Is what I started thinking around this time. Because <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say, really. I wish I could grow hair like that. <laughs> I mean, I should have finished the sentence. I wish I could grow hair. <laughs> so there's lots of grounded holes by Taguchi. Marafuchi does uh, Taguchi's Rick Rude hip swiggle thing halfway through the match. I thought it was quite funny. Uh, top rope suplex by Taguchi hangs on and hits the three amigos afterwards. Beautifully done. Never Beautifully seen that before. Done. Really, really cool spot. A um, couple of very close near falls by Taguchi gets the crowd involved because they were kind of silent up until this point. Uh, Marafuji, Marafuji reverses the vertebraker attempt, stumbles around a little bit. They kind of botch here and there, kind of going to the finish. Marafuji eventually, eventually hits his Shirinue, the slice bread number two, for the one, two, three. In a pretty standard match, advancing to the finals versus Prince Devitt is Naomichi Marafuji. The problem with these tournaments, when you have to have one match on one night and then three on the next, yeah. is that you just lose interest. You want to focus and save all your stuff for the final. Face versus face. <laughs> and I can imagine as well that Marafuji and Devitt at this stage are like, okay, let's work on our final match. And the other boys were like, 
do you want to work on our match? <laughs> Sorry, lads, we've got final to work on. I'm going to hit the Shirin away on you at the end. Don't yeah. fucking botch it. You botched it, you dickhead. You know? Oh, Tiger's Twice. suplex for you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they tease a handshake at the end of the match between the two, but no handshake. A bit of finger pointing and a bit of bowing. So there's certainly an amount of respect. But I love they didn't just go up and yeah, shake hands. Very nice. Like, bit of tension between two guys, potentially leading to other stories down the line. Yeah. I don't even know if they came across each other ever again, but no whatever. Idea. So we've got a bit of a kind of a bit of an intermission here with the eight man tag team match of everyone that was eliminated on night one. I was really quickly just passing this to get to the final. So we've got Atisha Aoki, Fujita Hayato, Gentaro and Jado versus Akira, Jushin Thunder Liger, Kota Ibushi and Taichi. It's amazing how they worked out heel and face cut numbers just for this. <laughs> It's astonishing, exactly. isn't it? <laughs> so Jado and Aoki tease some tension on the same brother on the same team. I wonder whether this is a New Japan or Japan. Yeah, there are rivals. Yeah, building on yeah. that idea because I don't know if they have real history together. Like then Jado and Gado were never in All Japan. They went to FMW and a few places before New Japan, but I don't know if there's some sort of history. FMW, but... there's a name I haven't heard for years. So I'm gonna have to do it at some point. Yeah. Have you ever seen um the early Terry Funk matches? No. Okay, there we go. That'll be good. So, uh, highlights from this match: you've got Ligang and Taro slapping the shit out of each other to start with. I Techni- don't technical term. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Liger likes this Gentaro chap because he gets in the ring and well, Liger's a good worker, right? And he is not working at all he with this dude. Stiffed him. Yeah, he really did. He's being a bit of a dick, to be fair. So, uh, Ibushi and Hayato are absolutely great. So, Hayato was the young guy with the shaved eyebrows, yep. who's a stiff motherfucker, against Ibushi. And when Ibushi gets nasty... He gets nasty, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> it's really fun. But you can tell they're working together as well, though, which is more comfortable to watch, yeah. I guess. Um, maybe it'd be better if it was more uncomfortable. Hmm. Yeah, I, 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 like, I like the style. I mean, again, you said this, this whole match itself was give the guys from the first night something to do, yep. give Marafuji and Devitt a chance to rest before the final, yep. give the crowd something to not have an intermission. Absolutely. So Abushi and Gintero stiffen each other, the hot tag to Abushi right at the end of the match. Um, this is 10 years ago and Abushi still looks fucking amazing, as we've already said a million times. Uh, they do that everyone gets their shit in spot. Down to Akira and Jado. Jado locks in the double homicide suicide to Akira. Nice. <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> That's cool with a cross face in case you didn't know. <laughs> help it. I'm just going to... I'm normally one to drop the cross face reference. I'm just going to move over it today. <laughs> it's twice we've referenced that person. So uh, his team in this, on this pod. Daniel! So- <laughs> oh, no, no. You can't say that. We're live. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Call me, eh? <laughs> broken him. Yes. Absolutely broken okay. him. Oh, I can't add <laughs> <laughs> anyway I can't so. I believe I broke you to the point we had to have an intermission <laughs> so good so um, yeah basically the stuff happens Jado and Akira have a miscommunication leads to Akira rolling up Jado with the Maestra Cradle almost mispronounced that for the one two three and your winners are Akira Jushin Liger Kota Ibushi and Taichi uh, with Akira pinning Jado who gives a fuck? So we're on to the finals. <laughs> it's our main event of the last two days. Now, at this stage, because obviously this was a long old show to watch over the two days, did you consume this all in one go or did you do this at bite size? Ah, so with my teething child who's basically screaming 24 hours a day at the moment, I, I ended up consuming this about five days. Okay. In like, you know, half an hour here, hour here, 
whenever I could watch it, to be totally honest. This is very unusual for me. It was, it was difficult to kind of keep track of everything. Yeah, I did this over four sittings okay. th- this time as well. Um, also, the quality of the video we had was fucking trash. So. Yeah, it, it made it difficult to watch it. But even going up to this final now, and so we've said so, like, some of the matches were a little bit iffy. Yeah, There's been nothing I've picked out of this gone... It's been bad. Some no. some bits I haven't gone that spectacular, but for a wrestling show, I'd consider this like a like an old nineties enjoyment of when I would watch Raw or Nitro. I'd be like, yeah, there's been some good bits. There's been some really entertaining bits. I'm not disappointed, but I'm not overly elated. Yeah, to me, um, the in ring work as you text me while you're watching it was quality. Yeah, just the whole way through, it's really really good. There's certain guys that are better. So Devitt, Yamato, Dino. Dino, well, well, hang on. Dino is going to be a separate talking point for me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So there's there's the really talented guys that are obviously slightly better than some of the other guys that maybe we don't know their characters, so we're yeah. biased or whatever. But to me, it's it's Dino stands out as the star of this whole show. Without a shadow of doubt, because you remember him. Yeah, it's it's entertaining. It's funny. I gave a shit. You know what I mean? Even is it, and he wrestles most of the time. It's not just on the mic talking bollocks. The gimmick. It's how he does stuff in the ring and the spots he has, which. I remember yeah. the most, you know? He knows his character. He knows his in-ring work. He knows what he can get away with to be in the realms of being a competitive threat, but also being memorable. Yeah. To work a style that two straight men can sit and watch and appreciate and laugh and not feel like any sort of weirdness, intimidation, or like he's taking the piss out of gay people necessarily. Yeah, because they're he's so fun-loving. I think is what I'm trying to get at here. Even around that time, and again, I'd like to say in general that I would like to believe where the world is a more accepting society of people who want to just be who they want to be. Yeah, but even in 2009, especially in somewhere so conservative as Japan, to be this character. It's, it's so brave. Yeah. It's very brave to do it because you can imagine a lot of people would be turned off by that. Yeah, absolutely. They'd be like, we don't do. want to go and watch this fake gay wrestler yeah. do his thing. If you just wrote down what his character was going to be, and someone gave it to you, you were just like, fuck no, I'm not putting that on the show. Not because he's gay, but because it seems like he's just ripping the shit out of like a stereotype of like an aggressive gay person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, you're a man. I want to touch you. Exactly. But the way he does it and the way he conveys it is fucking hilarious, man. He's so good. And it's. Well, I think it's, the way you said in, in your description when he was in his first match and then when he went in against Devitt and it was like, I mean, he, li- he liked, but he really liked Devitt. <laughs> yeah. And just the characters show how, how he was so um, in awe of Devitt. And that's, yeah. I think, what it is. He's in awe of Devitt. He just wanted to be with Devitt. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it works so well. Yeah, it's a genius character. And he's still going today and he's still as entertaining and as funny as he's ever been. He does a lot of the same spots, though, I will be honest. I'd love to see some new stuff out of him. Yeah, but, you know, once, once you go gay, <laughs> <laughs> there's no other back. way. <laughs> <laughs> so our main event of the Super J Cup 2009 is Naomichi Marafuji representing professional wrestling Noah versus uh, Prince Devitt representing Ireland. New Japan. <laughs> Island. <laughs> so we get Red Shoes as the referee for this, which I'm absolutely chuffed about. Always gets the big matches. Hello, Red Shoes. Love you. Love you so much. Uh, here we fucking go. Let's go, Devitt Chance, to start off the match. The crowd are really, really behind Devitt. Um, looks strong from the start. Clean break from Marafuji. You know what's happening. We've got face versus face. We're doing Brock Hogan levels of like, yeah. who's going to get there? Who's going to be the top guy? Blah, 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 blah. Um, pure competition that's all this match is yeah. this is what you need in the main event absolutely so, loved it yeah. absolutely loved it as you said this the storytelling because it's always difficult to book face versus face yeah um, especially uh, interpromotional yeah face versus face 
because now you're looking at well who do we want to go over who do we want to be the big star who do we want the crowd to go for and by actually having it as a legit competition you could see the fans there were obviously their favorites they were definitely more in balance corner because you know he's our new japan boy with their pro wrestling now they're the outsiders but i worried they were going to start booing marifuji because he's (laughs) from a different promotion yeah yeah but You've got to remember that everyone runs this venue as well. Yeah. So there are Pro Wrestling Noah banners and stuff. Yeah. I'm sure there's Pro Wrestling Noah fans in the crowd. Yeah. But, but it, um, it was told really well. One of the things I really like about how they start this match is you immediately get the sense that they both had the opportunity to cheat, but neither one did. Yeah. And so you know neither's going to cheat. Neither's going to even bend the rules at all, you know? And it's almost an element of, I was thinking, like, is one of them maybe going to bend the rules and therefore pick up the victory and such? That was a you nice know? tease throughout, though, wasn't it? It was a case yeah. of who is going, is anyone going to break? And if they are going to break, who is going to break? Yeah, really clever storytelling. And they did this with very little as well. Yeah. Like, very, very smart. Anyway, I don't know how they do it. It's just impressive to me. I've been trained, who knows? So, great technical exchanges to get the crowd more involved right at the beginning of the match. Uh, both managed to avoid strikes early, kind of signature strikes as well, which is a nice touch as well, putting over that they're really going for it. They're going to emphasize these big matches you know excuse me uh so tournament competitors are at ringside as well including liger his tournament his concept got to be a big vested interest in the result you know really nice and the prize obviously yeah but liger seconding essentially like two younger guys it's a nice element to put it over you know really really works marafuji jumps over the top rope to give devitt a drop kick on the outside fucking ow (laughs) Hardest part on the outside of the ring, that is. Holy shit. <laughs> Literally flat bap jumps from the ring over the top rope and flat bap flat back bumps onto the fucking concrete, essentially. Ridiculous. Why would you do this? Final, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Devitt goes for all his big spots but can't put Marafuji away. Marafuji hits the Shirinue, but it's too exhausted to go for the cover because he's been wrestling for three fucking <laughs> matches. Uh, both guys look absolutely fucked up, like unsurprisingly, maybe. Uh, so many near falls, roll ups, and such. They're both trying to get a cheap win almost, but it's still technical, good wrestling. I it's think not that cheating fit, fits into the storyline, as you said. Like they're knackered. They're just yeah. trying to. They need to end it because they've got. That's all they've got left in the tank. Yeah, absolutely. Devitt hits a lung blower, go to sleep looking combination thing. So he lifts him off the yeah. shoulders, does the lung blower. I'm like, oh, it's fucking awesome. One man Spanish fly off the top gets a fucking huge pop because it wasn't a thing that happened on every show ever. No, <laughs> but, but because we've been watching indie shows, at that, that stage I was like, fucking Spanish fly. I know it's 2009. Every fucking Spanish fly. But the pop, man. Yeah, it's huge, wasn't it? It's erupted. Yeah. So one, two, Devitt still kicks out. And the reaction for the bigger kick out. pop. Oh, man. Yeah, it was so huge. Uh, Marafuji, it's his flipping neck breaker, super kick combination. For the one, two, Devitt kicks out again, and the crowd are going mental at this point. Marafuji kills Devitt with his pole shift, the cross-legged slide pile yeah. driver thing. For the eventual one, two, three, the winner and Super J Cup 2009 victor is Naimichi Marafuji for his second New Japan. Consecutive J Cup. Yeah, impressive. Very impressive. And also at this stage as well... Um, because I didn't realise until after the tournament that the prize was, you know, a shot at the junior heavyweight belt. I thought, bloody hell, bringing in an outsider to go at your biggest show for the title, bloody, that's bold. That is bold cross-promotion. It's, um, 
they obviously have a shitload of faith in IMH and Marafuji. I'll just call him Marafuji. I don't know why I keep saying his first name. So Marafuji gets a check for 5 million yen and a golden jacket and a microphone to talk in. Do you know how much 5 million yen is in pounds? Not much. I was trying to work it out, but I forgot. I didn't think it was that much. I think it was like right, a couple you, hundred quid. You, you, you <laughs> chat away and right. I will currency convert this bad boy. So he cuts a promo in Japanese. Um, not sure what it is because I don't speak Japanese, but he talks about Noah, points to the big flag on the banner and talks puts over professional wrestling Noah. Uh, Liger drapes a Noah flag over the check as Dino tries to grab Marafuji's ass. <laughs> Fucking Dino is <laughs> hilarious. Uh, Marafuji mate and his mate, who is also from professional wrestling Noah, toasts his victory backstage with a couple of beers, and we're out of here. What a match! And it what was really good. I I enjoyed them having their little pose down with the um the pro wrestling Noah flag at the end. I yeah. thought that was quite nice with everyone sort of kicking around. The fact it was Liger that brought across the pro wrestling Noah flag to them and put it on the check was like an acceptance almost that like, this is okay. Yeah. You promote your shit. Go for it, man. You know we're what I mean? all we're all one team. Yeah. Um oh actually I tell you what, it's not that bad. It's 30, 35 grand. Oh, that's pretty decent. That's yeah, not nice. bad. Is that now? That's now, yeah. So it's probably a lot more back in 2009, you'd imagine, because the power was a bit stronger back Because obviously then. this is great for audio podcasts. Yeah, I can't put a date <laughs> in this currency converter I put in. It doesn't matter. So um, in terms of the whole tournament, let's just talk about like point stuff. Yeah. I'm just, have you got anything you want to say on the match, by the way? Um, beautiful storytelling start to finish. Best face versus face match I've seen in a very long time because of the storytelling in the crowd. When was Rock Hogan? Uh, that would have been, well, that didn't turn out to be face versus face, did it? Because that was a double turn. Oh, yeah, of course it was. Hogan yeah. went in heel and <laughs> rock, face. Rock, turn rock heel. That's going to fucking work. So, <laughs> anyway. But, um, uh, but I thought the storytelling for that and just purely the crowd reaction, how over Dev it was, every time he kicked out. Yeah. And even though there was cheers when Marafuji got like, hit, like the... um, Sure, anyway. Uh, no, no, not the, the, the poles. Uh, pole X, not the pole. Pole X. shift. Pole shift, sorry. That's it. When he hit the pole shift, and even when they, he won, they were, the Japanese went, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's like a, it's a definite acceptance from Marafuji because he won the last one. You know, he was yeah. a superstar, et cetera, et cetera. Got to remember how popular Pressing Noah was at this time. Yeah. But yeah, I think they wanted Devitt to win massively. But it, what just incredible match. The storytelling is so good in the ring with no words, no script, nothing like Just go out and do what you need to do, yeah. you know. So in terms of the tournament, it's like these guys are going out and resting three matches over two days to put on the final. It's just incredible that they went out with this much effort in this final as well. Yeah. Like I know they've been careful about how much time they've done, but like it's just ridiculous. But then you think of the Marafuji for the first night had a, about almost 20 minutes with Liger. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. To then go and wrestle three the next night. So Marafuji goes on to defeat Tiger Mask yeah. at Wrestle Kingdom 4. Not Tiger Masks. No, Tiger's Mask. Not Tiger's Mask, but Tiger Mask, the... I was going to say the good one, but this is not the good Tiger Mask. <laughs> the first and second one of the good Tiger Mask. But anyway, um, at Wrestle Kingdom 4 for the junior strap, would hold it for about half a year before dropping it to... Debit? Yeah, yeah good man. Go. Yeah. <laughs> you knew that was coming because <laughs> obviously Debit put him over. So, um, yeah, you can see why and how, and they know that Debit and Marafuji are going to kill it every time. Yeah. And Marafuji puts him over clean, so you can't ask for anything better, nope. really. Um, do you know who Debit then went to put on o- over after that? Bushi? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> if only this is a game, it's I'd a bit, be doing all right. New Japan's a bit predictable at times, isn't it? Like, but in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's good to be predictable sometimes. And then nine years later, Bushi's finally getting his push. <laughs> <laughs> Strange, isn't it? But um, that putting getting the belt on Ibushi leads to Taguchi and him having a bit of like friction and leads to Bullet Club. So this is like that predating this 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, this is what it leads to. This is crazy. That he's not even in the company. He's wrestling for some other fucking yeah. company. Insane. So anyway, um, uh, kind of cool. They only do this tournament every five to eight years. Yeah, really. So the next one was 2016. Yeah. Wasn't it? And the one before was 2004. And I think it was a long time before. I think it was the well, 90s. They did, um, they did 94 and 95. Yeah. Because they because that was when Gado was semi finalist and then finalist in ninety four and then ninety five for the Jacobs. Yeah, that's what I wrote in my notes. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, I think I think tournaments are fun. Yeah, uh, I don't want this every year. There's loads of tournaments in Japan anyway. And this is why King of the Ring fails every time they try and bring it back. Yeah, I love King of the Ring. I loved early Don't King Billy of the Ring. Gun it, whatever you do, but well, you know. that's the issue. <laughs> they, there was no top star, and there was no reward. Yeah, very much. so. The last time they did a decent reward was when Brock won it. Yeah, Regal won it, and he was on for a massive push, and then he took drugs. Well, yeah, which is a shame. <laughs> a lot of wrestlers took drugs, to be fair. But um, this junior is developing this style that kind of we think of as almost this modern era now. Like this is this high work rate, you know in the ring and they're definitely developing what we think of as like you know American indie wrestling almost yeah and, and the fact that these guys are now in the heavyweights as well yeah so yeah yeah totally there's a lot of the guys that actually moved up so um, again I love Japanese wrestling but I need English commentary this is difficult with Japanese commentary not knowing the storylines of who these people were or the backstories or anything like I feel like we would have got more of it if we'd have known what was happening more yeah I agree I like sometimes being able to sit down and watch the wrestling start to finish and the Japanese commentary having Japanese commentary in the background doesn't bother me but a lot of the guys who I wasn't aware of I think I would, as you said I would have been invested more had I known more about them yeah but you know Marilyn Fel- Marilyn Fellaini <laughs> I was like all in for that but when every every match is like you know mat wrestling slow mat wrestling build up to some strikes build up to some big high spots do the finish which nearly every one of these matches was I think if you'd had it just as one day then it would have been more palatable than 16 matches. Yeah. When you start with eight guys rather than 16. Yeah. You know, quarter semis, finals, you know. But I'd assume if they were to do another J-Cup and it was hosted by New Japan, they'd do it with the English commentary. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is a thing that people will tune in for because it's so special as well. Yeah. be interesting to see who hosts the next one, whether New Japan do hang on to it still because they've done the last couple. I think it'll become a New Japan thing. Yeah, every like five or so years. Maybe yeah. Liger will do his own sort of promotion thing maybe. I don't know. I, I wonder if they'll go 2020. Because, you know, it's a... That makes sense. It works out in the timing as well. Yeah, four years about. since the last one. But, yep. you know, World Cup style it. Jacob 2020. Yeah. That's what it's going to be, isn't it? Yeah. So, um... Don't go to Qatar. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. It'll be in the winter. <laughs> so, um... Yeah. It's good. It's realistic to an extent, but not, like, over the top at times. Like, Dino and stuff is very silly, you know? Yeah. I like that. Um, the tournament itself is okay, but it's, um... Is it enough? For me, because people have raved so much about Jacobs, um, I was I was a little bit underwhelmed. I didn't yeah. not enjoy it, but I wouldn't. It's not a sort of thing I'd go back and rewatch. I mean, even even the Devitt Marafuji match, I wouldn't go back and watch that. No, me neither. Whereas some of the matches we've covered in other in other promotions, I'd go, yeah, I'd watch that match again. Yeah, this was uh, more of a slog than I expected it to be. This sort of thing that I'd say, you know, sometimes if you put wrestling on the background, you're doing other things. You still enjoy it. You ke- you're keeping your eye on it. It's still enjoyable. But it's background stuff. Maybe while you're doing some work or something. Yeah. This is how I'd pitch it at. It's good wrestling to like look up, watch for a couple of minutes, back down. You're going to see some interesting stuff. Yeah. But it, I wouldn't say it captured my imagination. Uh, even as though there are some big scary high spots and stuff, it's just not enough for me. I need some sort of narrative coming into it. And they tried their best with a lot of elements. But yeah. 
it just felt like, oh, here's another match. Here's another match. You can here's tell who match. the best in-ring storytellers are based on where they are now. Yeah, that's a fucking great point. All the people that I'm just like, yeah, that was all right. I don't even know who they were or where they've gone. And some of them wrestled for New Japan at the time, you know? Whereas you look at people like Gado, you know, he may have never had like the glittering top level career, but his contribution to it and his knowledge of his character and what he can bring to the table and yeah. his view on wrestling. As I said, Gado's booking, Bullet Club, Devitt and Anderson, and then, you know, <laughs> going from there, is as you said, why we now have the potential for having a very good adult friendly wrestling promotion in AEW. hopefully we'll see if it turns out to be shit this will be hilarious because we'll have all these great t-shirts and we'll be like this company doesn't exist anymore look at all this funny stuff we've got look at my tna to- oh shit <laughs> it's still around <laughs> well, well it's, it's not, not really anymore is it? it's impact now yeah. owned by that fucking owl uh, do you want to play a game of some sort i haven't prepped anything i haven't but... prepped anything ah fuck it we'll call it a night we've almost done two hours anyway yeah uh usual shilling stuff you know you can find us oh hang on oh. i've got to rate this show oh sorry I'm so go- both nights is one show what would you think two and oh so we, we do heart i'm gonna go two and a half okay two and a half cornflakes very middle of the road enjoyable in ring action mm. but nothing that stands out for me to suddenly go to someone you need to watch this match i mean you can watch dino anywhere yeah i, th- I think i can't disagree with you man I'll, I'll go three just because of dino and yamato and devitt and people like that I love their characters and the way they do stuff in the ring is just it's so impressive to me. But I need more. I need much more than this. Yeah. I said I've I was left a bit underwhelmed and I think as we've said before in previous pods, this was about six hours yeah. in total, including interviews, pre match, everything. I can't I don't have the intention span for it unless it's yeah. really captivating. I didn't think it was gonna be this much of a slog when I picked this one, I'm gonna be yeah. honest. Uh, we were asked to do uh, Super J Cup 94 by one of our listeners. I think yes. it was Yuvraj or something, yeah. maybe. Um, but anyway, um, and we didn't do that because everyone does that. But we did this one instead. So there you go, mate. There's a review. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, um, we put a poll on Twitter, which I think has now ended, where you has. looks for us some other things. Yeah, it came out completely even. We had three options. It was DDT, uh, OWE, or... Rinker King. Rinker King, which I was like, that's the one I want to do. It'll be hilarious. I actually voted for OWE because I want to see what it's like. Ah, now, interestingly enough, uh, I can tell you something... Uh, if you're an aspiring wrestling commentator as well. Mm. So nothing else on TV are going to soon be opening a competition where they're going to give you the video footage and the audio footage and you are to put your own commentary over the top of it for the chance to win to do commentary for O, o, o you know OWE. For yeah. OWE yeah. going forward for their channel. Nice. So um Are we gonna do that? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't got the time to do exactly. it. Exactly. I love not having commitments to do the things I want to do. Um, but, you know, check it out on Nothing Else on TV uh, if you want to check those guys out. Um, for us, for our backlog and our back catalogue, all of our links, worldofwrestlingpodcast.com. Um, obviously, if you've liked what you've seen today, subscribe and ring the bell to stay notified. Yeah, that's right. SEPW quotes coming through, mother liquor. No, I like I like the fact that you put it over. It's just the whole bell system on YouTube just drives me fucking insane. If I subscribe to something, I want to see their content. I don't want to have to click a little fucking bell. Anyway, ding, ding. sorry, yeah. Um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at World of Rest Pod. Please uh, do. I'm at the Tex Williams on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, mine's Rich Be Thy Name. Um, what show are we going to do next week? We're not because we're at IPW. Oh, okay. What about the week after? Ah, oh, fucking Rinker so King. We'll put out a bonus pod from IPW. That'll be our next week, probably on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sometime around then. <laughs> Un- unedited raw footage of me eating a burger or a wagamama's. <laughs> Basically, we t- 
like want... a mama's burgers. No, well, they do the little. Oh, the they bun. do. Yeah, yeah. the bun things. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking but, about. But um, again, if you're in Canterbury next Wednesday and you want to come along and maybe be on the podcast, do uh, come shed, find us. Come and find us. Send us a message on Twitter. We'll let you know we're going to go and have some food. Come and join us. Come and be on the pod. Um, this goes out to obviously all of our wrestling chums who are going to come along to the show. If you want to be involved, come and join us. We'll be having some food. We'll be recording the pre-pod before we go in. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's do ring. Let's do the first ever Rink King. So I remember watching it. Or, or have you got I'm, another option? I'm thinking DDT. Yeah, fuck it, let's do DDT. DDT April 4, 2018? Sounds good to me. Yeah? Okay, yeah. that would be good. So it's modern-ish, but not like bang on modern, so it's something different at least, you know? It's good enough for me. And it looks fucking good, and I've got it ready for you, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's the one we're going to be doing, then. <laughs> All right, so tune in next week. Uh, actually, um, oh, I'll, on, put it on, I'll put it on YouTube. I'll put it on all the podcast apps and everything, both this one and next week as well for the IPW. Um, it won't be live, obviously. Um, but then next week, we'll be back live every Wednesday, 5 p.m. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Tell your friends as well. Do that. Yeah, I'm good at shilling. You're shit at shilling. Thanks. But <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I will. You know, we, we love doing this podcast. The fact we get the views that we do, the fact that people, you know, upvote, downvote our stuff. We have fun doing this. Yeah, you know, exactly. If you hate it, it might not be for you. If you like it, you enjoy it, you enjoy listening to us in your ear holes. Thank you very much for sticking around. <laughs> Cheers, guys. All right, let's call it a night. Bye. Take it easy. I've got new outro music. Yes. You